coming up on Just Elders Podcast. There have been some major personnel changes. The uh, CFO uh, co-founder TK Peterson was let go. Mm. I'm like, open up the podcast studio. <laughs> right now. Right hey, now. Straight up. Bro. Right That's a lot now. to talk about. <laughs> What more information was going to roll out? Because as it played out, right. more information came out. Favorite memory real quick that you can think of. Real. When I got back, I was like, okay, I'm going to join. I said, it should come in here. Yeah. Call me. What's her- <laughs> Shout out to Scania. I think Scania was the number one TGS member. I can hey. talk about when this transition happened. I don't know if y'all want to go there yet. Paul Judge name came up. He wasn't coming in saying, I'm here to help black entrepreneurs. Like Judge was a powerful black person in tech, but he wasn't a powerful person in black tech. P. Jitty. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he- Paul Judge was known for one thing, for money. Where does the problem start? Okay. So, for me, it was the Gucci jackets. <laughs> now, and one thing I always respected about Ryan and TK relationship, mm-hmm. it reminded me of me and Keith relationship. Yeah, yeah. 2020 happened, Joy Floyd happened, and if we gonna have a real conversation, white people gave us permission to be black. Like, yeah. TGA community. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you to TK. Mm. As TK Peterson moves on to other endeavors. If you ever been fired from corporate, do you, you know, know what this message means? Yeah. <laughs> when somebody say they're doing something for the people, what are what you doing, doing already? <laughs> I, Eldridge, would like to denounce. Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, the favorite podcast. We got a lot of shit to talk about today. Since nobody else gonna do it. Hey. Jesus was a nigga, my nigga killed him, my nigga roll. I know you love me running the jewels, but these my nigga flow. Love them like that dumb speak pimp love that nigga. If you on YouTube, feel the vibe. The realest niggas know that's the movies niggas should watch. Fuck Scarface and Blow. Still talking New Jack City, that's why you niggas pull. I open Greenwood and show niggas that we is motors taking green. The beans and mama We're gonna do a deal like this. What's up, family? You tune into the Just Other Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time and I mean it every single time. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Do me a favor, turn my head down just a little bit, please. Um, a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're gonna jump right into it. I'm good right there. We're gonna jump right into it. Uh, these guests need no introduction. You already know the people's champ, the undisputed champion of guesting on the Jess Elder podcast. <laughs> Maul is in what the up, What up? What up? What up? What up? The voice of reason. What up? What up? As well as favorite cousin Troy. 
Now I gotta say I'm on mama's side. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a dead side. I'm, I'm losing dead ground. Side. I'm losing ground. I'm a dead side. Perfect because I'm a dead side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, if y'all been paying attention to social media, um, y'all seen. Um, well, we all got an email. If you're a member of the Gather Sprite, got an email that there have been some major personnel changes. The uh, CFO. Um, Co-founder T.K. Peterson was let go mm. and replaced by what's the, what's the white boy's name? What is it? Uh, Mike McCloskey. Yeah, Mike. Something like that. I know that <laughs> So let me just say, I got hella calls. Like, yeah. Let me, in the in the beginning, I ain't only got I got a call from one person, and then Troy called me, <laughs> and this nigga was fired. Up. He's fired up. Hell yeah. It's fired up. Trying to like open up the podcast studio. <laughs> right now. Right, right now. Straight up, bro. Right it's a lot now. to talk about. It's a lot to um, talk about. What let happened. me in. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I told these that. niggas how much bread you need, bro. I want to talk about this shit right, right now. now. <laughs> Man, it's not that I didn't want to talk about it. Right. You know, I wanted to see when I wanted to see the playing field, right? I wanted to see what more information was going to roll out because as it played out, right. more information right. came out. Yeah. And then I also wanted to see how the people responded. Mm-hmm. So I waited to say anything. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And then um, Friday morning during my meditation <laughs> morning time, um, shout out Trey, you know what I'm saying? He taught me that. You know, that's when I, uh, you know, I just wrote my message how I really felt on the situation. And uh, from there, that's when it, it just started going ham. Folk just started commenting and calling. And today I want to talk about it because Gathering Spot was special for me in a lot of ways. One, I met Ma. Yeah. <laughs> me yeah. and Ma met yeah. Gathering Spot. <laughs> yeah. uh, me and Troy built our most successful businesses and failures <laughs> at the yeah. Gathering Spot. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we created a lot of memories, a lot of opportunity. Uh, being a young brother that's building, uh, being someone that has built the company and felt like it was hijacked, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could relate to this on a lot of ways. So we're just going to jump in, man. Yeah. Um, Ma, man, how you felt when you seen, when you first heard the news? You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, you know, let's go. What's your yeah. introduction to the gathering spot? Oh, let's start man. <laughs> man, so so it's, it's so crazy. I was coming off of, what's this? It's like 2018, 2019. After working in corporate, like finally going into full entrepreneurship. Mm. And so then... uh a couple of my connects would, uh, you know, uh, we'll we'll keep them nameless for now. <laughs> would in, invite me uh, there to for, for meetings and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And and from that point, um, and they were actually they were just starting around that time, or it was, you know, what I'm saying. Like I feel like when did they come into play with 2016? Yeah, yeah 2016. 26. So so I had been going a little bit in in and out of there then when they first started with the membership because it, it felt like everybody was getting emails about it or getting information about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But going, having meetings and just meeting people, it just became a place. It was it was black people home. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, our relationship. So that was that was it, just being invited for business meetings. Right. And then I mean, like I said, then that grew into other relationships. Right, right, right. So um you came on year one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year one. I think I think uh Troy, what was your introduction? Yours is, was yeah. the same as mine um, almost. So I was actually, uh, I was actually in New York, and if you remember, uh, NC, NC Obo Tatukadu, um, co-founder of uh, Alley NYC Global Co-working Space. I think they were consulting with him or something like that, or um, he brought it up yeah. um, about the gathering spot. And 
I miss Ella. Yeah, yeah. Ella. Ella, yeah, that was a good space. You know, um, he talked about it, never really heard of it again. And I went to a meeting. We went to talk to Rashawn Ali to kind of right. talk to her about her brand. And that was my first time going there, talking to her about her brand and how we might be able to help with it. And um, I was like, this is a nice vibe or whatever. Um, and there was only like co-working spaces, different things like that. And I was like, hey, this looks like a spot I can be comfortable not just being a, a black man amongst a white tech space. So I applied 2017 and been there ever since. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, just a quick question. Wasn't it like a hundred dollars back then? Like for under thirty, it was under thirty. Was a hundred. Yeah, that's all. Oh, like, that I, is I, true. Because like, when I turned thirty, I, I called this nigga. I was like, God damn. Like I, <laughs> when you turn when you turn thirty, you were like, you were like, damn. this shit a little different. <laughs> is this worth it? <laughs> no, so, so calculating. Because yeah. I'm just going back, remembering one of my business partners. uh was looking at it and you know they had the the individual then the the business opportunity where like if you do it for groups or whatever but the the costs were i mean were low then or essentially yeah. in comparison to like we work yeah you know what i'm saying because that's what we were looking at we Free were looking breakfast. At space yeah now nah, the shit was back when it was the popping it was when, oh man don't get, get me started own, when you get your <laughs> own portions <laughs> LG like, man, i'm on the way to get that breakfast <laughs> 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 it seems to be funny i didn't know it changed i thought it was uh that's how i guess that's now, now it's a oh, menu oh, nigga, you oh, order and they give they bring it out yeah. to you okay <laughs> yeah but before changes <laughs> new management yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. troy i mean keith what was your introduction to the gathers Shit, rocking with y'all you know um after you start spinifying and that was like your work spot. But the funny thing about the gathering spot, um, like Troy said, when you go to other co-working spots, you mm-hmm. know, you kind of just be in there and you kind of feel like a library, yeah. right? Gathering spot felt like a little hip one. Two, the food was decent. Yeah. Three, this nigga never did work when we got there. It was, <laughs> it was just crazy. Just it was crazy. Like, I would be that doing work. some work. He'd be like, I'll be right back. Yeah. Yes. But then I realized you making connections, you're not, yep. And the gathering spot where you see networking live, like you'll just yep. look up and you know you'll just see people talking. Or if you're like a person like me who don't like interacting with people, if you're doing something that looks interesting, somebody will just say, "Hey, you know, what are you doing?" And if you want to have a conversation, you will. So yeah, actually, it's pretty decent, man. It's pretty cool, man. You know, um, I was bombing a membership off of Troy. Like yeah. we showed up every time Troy came, I came. Yeah. So like we really were like. <laughs> We just started being disassociated <laughs> without each other. Before. They put a limit on that They put shit. a limit. They, they yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, we both used to get, that's what I'm saying, I, I got in on them invites, you know what I'm saying, like, to where my name would get them in the email so much, like, felt like they knew me out the way, you know what I'm saying? They that's did. What they did. One, one and then they thing. stopped. <laughs> favorite, favorite memory real quick that you can think of real quick. Favorite gathering spot memory. Damn. I can jump into mine real quick. This is what made me lock in. We was in there one night. You know, doing what we do, you know, building relationships, making money, different stuff like that. So we had a table, I think, of like 11, 12 people, and we call it white pantsing. Yeah. What, what you want? You know, and I don't I even think about it. Don't even think about it. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't even. No, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it came up to like 980 or something like Ooh. that, you know, and the car declined. This we had our business and stuff going. <laughs> So they had frozen um, one of the accounts. And I started looking around his card, all <laughs> our stuff, you know, and this, you know, 
restaurant tax purposes. This right. is entertainment. Yeah. And uh, I dropped my pride. And I went to TK. I was like, hey, look, bro. I opened my bank account. We had an account at Chase. I showed him. I was like, look, the money in here, bro. But this card not working. Yeah. As members, I can I'll up. be I'll be back Show tomorrow the next day. It's like it's like it's all good. I gladly pay you for two burgers <laughs> yeah. today. Can I, can I get one rib? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's solid. I fuck you. That's I fuck solid. with you from this day. And that's the difference between some other spaces. Especially, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be back in the day or two. That if I would own, I'm like, this nigga ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, uh, what's your what's yours? I, I don't I don't know if I have a. I mean, I think it was the evening events. You would pull up and you would just see like Brian Michael Cox and their DJ on a Tuesday. On a t- <laughs> like, like, like like where are we at right now? You know what I'm saying? Like so it was it was that. But also even even a credit to to TK and Ryan, I feel like they knew the niggas who weren't members, and it's like they still look at you and say what's up. And you know what I'm saying? It like still be cool. I, I was bumming because I, I was bumming too. I tell you what made me get my membership. <laughs> the nigga Ryan TK got my. Ass. They, they pulled you to the side. Nah, they got yeah. me. We in Austin for South by Southwest, mm, yeah. And they were like, "We about to open up in DC. Uh, that, yeah. If you don't get your membership, membership now, yeah. If you get in there, you got access to all, all of them. them. They got, and we and used I'm, to be like, these niggas ain't opening this shit up, yeah." <laughs> I like, yeah. man, is this shit really worth it? Yeah. And I said, man, fuck this shit. So I ended up getting, yeah. you know, what? let me tell you why I real mad at them. Cause I was one of them niggas where I would, cause TGS has a point gamification system. Like right. if you spend this much, you get this. Gotcha. I was doing all of that shit. And then the employees be like, I mean, well, what's that? <laughs> like, like I was like, how many points I got? Like yeah. I was trying to be that member. member. Yeah. Silver but, black. But that's what locked me in. I, I wanted to get access to all. All that. The, the yeah. other chapter. So uh, at South by Southwest, when I got back, I was like, okay, I'm going to join. And so so what's, talk, what's, I now. Yeah. what's crazy is one of my business partners out in L.A., we started looking, you know what I'm saying, once they made that announcement. So he started asking questions about how everything was, was running here. So he's coming down here for a meeting, and this was like 2019, and they wouldn't let my man in uh, with joggers and shorts. And so I was like, "Oh, y'all changing that like that." So once that started, because you could come in, that that was the other thing. That's about when I knew it. I had juice. I That's started trying. Started. <laughs> I started. I started coming in with shirts and shit, just to see like you know somebody was gonna stop me or something like that. So yeah, I had a little juice. People drink. still do it today. Like when they start spending big money or doing events there, they start they walking start around up. to try to show. You know. Try to flex on them. And yes, I, I think my I think my greatest moment, man, um, when me and Troy first joined. We uh were really building with everybody. Mm-hmm. We were building with workers and everything. And I remember me and Troy gave all of the service staff that we were fucking with, which was majority of them. We gave them um the people. Like, it was just like all the workers, right. mm-hmm. restaurant, people that be kind of serving you. We gave them all a simple envelope, gave them a white envelope, but they all had like $50 gift card in it. Right. Yeah. And I remember like everybody was just so thankful but, for yeah, that thing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then from that shit, we started getting A1 service. Yeah, like, yeah. But like, Trey used to be tipping to him, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Trey used to hey, be Hey, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to tone down on Magic City. Trick Dollar Troy? Hey, man, you know, I was trying to tone down on a strip club, I and I was like, I can do, do it here. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, me and Trey would go through that. He be getting mad at me. He be trying to disappear, right? So, I had them one, one server. 
I said, I gave, look, I gave $50. I said, look, if Trey come in here, yeah. call me. What's her name? What's her name? I can't even remember. What's her I name? I can't even remember her name no more. But like, yeah, I remember this. Light skin, I remember this light skin girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wasn't talking. Okay. So I finally came back. Yeah. Whatchamacallit. And I, I was having I think a I meeting. I was with you when you said it to her, girl. You was like, I'm looking for this nigga Troy. <laughs> so she saw me. Like, she saw me. I was like, and I hadn't seen this nigga in like months. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this nigga's like, Come tap the other Pull it right up on that nigga. Pull it up. I was like, He's here right now. He's here right now. He's here right now. And then this nigga pulled out the money and paid her. I was like, This nigga could have been trying to kill me. She definitely Tariq your ass. I was like, This nigga left that back door open on your ass. Exactly, but, but hey, I man, stopped fucking with her after this. Oh <laughs> man, you had to, you got to. Hey, look, she she did right by me. She but, was cool though. But it, you know, gathering spot, man. I will say this: it, it when it came to curating culture and community, yeah, they definitely top did tier. That. It was a spot where you go, you're gonna meet somebody. Shout out to Scania. I think Scania was the number one TGS member. Uh, always at the bar. Always at the bar. Always working, but always connecting. Mm. She's a person that she don't talk to everybody. And she's connecting everybody together. They were like they number one member to me. Uh, she introduced me to Rock. Shout out to Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, what up, Rock? The thing about all the... Uh, uh, he used to work there. Estes. Jonathan Estes. Y'all remember? He done been on this podcast oh, yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... It's been some great shit that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why all of this... I can yeah. talk about when this transition happened. I don't know if y'all want to go there yet, but I'll go straight there. Yeah. One thing I would say, so as we get into it, set up the player. So one thing I would like to do to give context. Um, I just remember, you know, I, I will set up play, but I'll just say, I remember when the expansion energy began to happen. Mm -hmm. Things on the road. <laughs> DC was here DC, yeah. uh, in the process of rolling out L.A., and I don't know the behind the scenes. I don't know what was going on. I just remember uh, Paul Judge's name came up. And so for those that don't know, um, you want to play that now? Well, before you play that, let me let me uh, jump in. In terms of like setting the scene, because a lot of people, I think, let's name the players in this, the companies, the players, and then just a little bit in terms of the relationship because a lot of people are talking online, you know, like about him or saying stuff that probably haven't had any interactions, but and a lot of people are like, you know who? And I'm like, it's probably only 200, 300 of us yeah, in the black know. community that have context. So like, and I want to <laughs> say this too, the conversation I'm having today is really about the, misappropriation or manipulation of culture that's and the what people. I'm that's that's all this is yeah. the conversation I'm having today. So I, I let me just be clear. Yeah. The gathering spot opened up. This happening to the gathering gathering right, spot right, right. is a big enough uh assault on culture or a big enough assault on community. It allows us to platform and have this conversation. Right. But the gathering spot ain't the first time this has happened. Yeah so it's, it's and I'm gonna disagree with you all in terms of what the assault is on, but we'll get there. Yeah. All right. So Atlanta is known for a lot of things, music, culture, and civil rights. But now the city is emerging with a brand new title. Natisha Lance takes us behind the city's rise as the black tech capital.
History is being made in Atlanta. Report in USA Today calling Atlanta the country's black tech capital. Atlanta will be the best place in the world to build a technology business as a black entrepreneur. In a city named the fourth fastest growing market for tech jobs, black tech entrepreneurs are doing things their own way outside of Silicon Valley. No other city has over 20 Fortune 500s, over 20 Grammy Award winning musicians, and over 200,000 college students. Dr. Paul Judge is known by some as Atlanta's godfather of tech. It's a title he's not completely relaxed into yet. Sometimes there's you know, titles that you have to grow into. Judge saw Atlanta's tech potential 20 years ago. That was before it added nearly 32,000 tech jobs in five years. And long before, one in four tech workers were black. Atlanta's just a, naturally a diverse city. And so as you kind of provide access to these opportunities, uh, there'll just be more people of color. Now he's leading the next phase with the recent purchase of the A3C Festival. For 15 years, A3C was known as a hip-hop music festival. This year, the first under Judge and his partners, it was a merger between the music, film, and tech. Atlanta doesn't have a premier conference experience you know, other than A3C, and so we really want this to be the platform that the city can celebrate. Much like Ryan Wilson's private membership club, The Gathering Spot. It's come to be known as a central hub for black entrepreneurs and creatives to build their dream. But every dream comes with challenges. It's hard to build a technology company. It's hard to raise money for a technology company. It's hard to be black in America. So when you layer those things, it's difficult. Just 1% of venture capital dollars are invested into black startups. Most venture-backed startups fit a specific profile, male, white, Ivy League educated, and based in Silicon Valley. Right now, I see such a big gap for entrepreneurs who are looking and seeking funding that that's the thing that I really want to go and solve. Jewel Burke Solomon sold her company PartPick to Amazon in 2016. Since, she's committed to growing Atlanta's pool of entrepreneurs. She founded Collab Capital with two partners. The company supports founders like Tracy Pickett with mentorship and funding. Collab invested in Tracy's company, Hairbrella. It's the number one rain hat sold on Amazon. Jewel, just like Paul believes, Atlanta's impact on tech is just warming up. How many amazing, kind of world-changing companies can we create? I think that's the opportunity for us, but we'll do it in our own original way uh, by using the ingredients that we have here that no one else has. And the ecosystem is so big, it was really difficult to narrow down who to talk to about this. So Dr. Judge called this, what's happening in Atlanta right so, now? What for those, um, this is an interview, they said that's Atlanta Live, 11 Live? Yeah, they did <coughs> uh, expose that, that was uh, three years ago. Simpler right. times. Yeah, and they were just, this is in the beginning of... November 25th, 2019 is when this came So that's, that's like... Not even the beginning of black tech, but that's when it was. That's when people started seeing the wins of yeah. Bob because 2015, 2016 is when it started kind of peaking over here because that's when I started Spendify. So I remember there was and, a generation of people, younger people that were starting to try different things, um, were working at tech companies. Jules yeah. ascent began buried ascent began tech so crunch, if you go back to the episode with the tech twins we talked about it right okay. who are the who are the players in tech who who really helped build so it was a lot of people like you said it was jewel it was barry 
uh, Justin was a part of it. Joey was a part of it. Marcellus was a part of it. Sean was a part of it. Um, um, the Tech Twins were a part of it. Like, I, I'm going to get in trouble naming names, but it was yeah. a lot of people and players that were saying, yo, we have the skill, we have the knowledge, we have the information to make Atlanta a real hub for Tech. And we were battling against Miami uh, because that's when Black Tech Week would technically start, like the event was started in Miami. So it was like a battle who's going to be the Silicon Valley of the South. And the only person that was really known, known as like a successful Black Tech person, like they said, was Paul Judge. Like when I got here, I met Paul and Tanya very briefly at a at a hackathon. You know, I had just kind of really started to focus on software engineering. And uh, he was that black guy who had made some money and done his thing in this world that couldn't be really penetrated by us, you know. So he was a figure, regardless of what you think. He was a figure. He was definitely a figure, but the godfather of tech. That's what, okay. that's what they said. Self-proclaimed. But um, he he was a figure. He was a figure. Of, he was definitely a figure. But once you really got in a space, you were clear that it was just a figure in a sense of he wasn't coming in saying i'm here to help black entrepreneurs like i'm that i'm the guy like people had worked with him because like it was a great opportunity if you could if you could get a meeting with paul judge like that was a good opportunity like i'm about to get paid he about to help blow my business up we don't seen a lot of successes i remember early days of spending i was like bro i need to get in touch with paul judge he he the person you want to talk to (laughs) are we are we uh, What shot? Why are you doing that? Are we having this conversation all the way, all the way? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I don't want to even go the long way around this. I want to yeah. kind of get to the shit, right? Yeah. So saying that to say, Paul was that when yeah. it came in the beginning of Black Tech, he was the first successful. He was the person that you can go to the blueprint and learn how to do it. It was people you had to talk to, raising money. You had to talk to him. Uh, you had to talk to Mike Ross. Mike Ross was, uh, we already gave him his flowers on this. Rodney Sampson. Uh, Rodney Sampson was big. He wasn't necessarily the money man, but he was definitely that guy that created a space. And I remember that was my first time of seeing uh, the Paul effect up close. Is when Rodney Sampson collapsed O-Hub into Tech Square Labs. Yeah. Because O-Hub felt like community. It was a play. It wasn't the most fancy spot, but it was a vibe where we were all there. Tech Square Labs, I never felt comfortable there. It was almost like, I never really liked Atlanta Tech Village, me personally, just because. They were tech spaces. Yeah, it, and it wasn't black culture community spaces. You know what I'm saying? Black tech community. So when OHUB joined Tech Square Labs, it kind of swallowed up Rodney Sampson, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, he just kind of diminished the mission of what he was building. That was the first time me seeing it. And then... And then there was a void. And then there was a void. Then the what, whole... What's, what's the date around that time that that happened? Do, you, do y'all know? So I got here. I came back from New York in 2014. So I think Tech Square Labs had to be like 2015, 2016. Something like that. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, um, the second story I heard about, uh, and it was near Georgia tech. It wasn't like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It felt white. Yeah. Yeah. It felt white. It was a different space. 
and we said it on the last podcast, Judge was a powerful black person in tech, but he wasn't a powerful person in black tech, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he would just, he did great shit in tech and so happened to be black. Yeah. And as a lot of the young people started to come up, of course, you go to the OGs. Right. right? And the rumblings became as people started going to the OGs outside of Mike Ross. And this is just honorable mention, Ron Love. Ron Love oh, cut Ron a few Love, checks out here. Yep. And, and he'll sit down with you, all that kind of yeah. Ron would definitely sit Ron. with you. Yep. Um, but yeah, all, all there was a generation of people trying to build things. And then rumblings kind of started of like, you know, a lot of these niggas not trying to. These niggas ain't fucking with you for real. Yeah. Unless you giving up. And I and I wish I'm telling these stories based off of what I know and I don't know all the details of it, but we yeah. do know I do know how the formula or how the pattern used to be. Paul Judge would come. First of all, he would put a name as a co founder. That man, he the co founder of five hundred startups. Yeah. Well he's called P P Jitty. Yeah. <laughs> like if he was involved with it, he was the co founder. The company could have started ten years ago. That nigga, so Danny, that, that nigga he's gonna dance in your music video. Yeah. Like that that was the that was his move. And people know this is what happens. He's coming in. He's gonna put his name on it. He's gonna put his name he's gonna on say it. He's gonna say he the idea guy and he gonna run. And he's gonna he's gonna move with a certain level of control. Now I want to be clear where I'm uh, where I am on mm-hmm. that. That's the blueprint that people saw, you know, whether it was like uh like Look Live and the fashion stuff they were doing um what's the other one? Uh Pin Drop, whatever he touched most of the time, Loom, he was a co-founder of and a face of. Mm-hmm. In part, and this is why I respect that even though we made fun calling P. Jitty, he was a nigga out here who could raise money. Make it happen. Yeah. So I get it. And also, I don't fault him, per se, for being out front and not wanting to be a part of nothing unless he had a certain level of control. Right. So I think it, I think when we start talking about, because a lot of people have been very vague, like he's, no founders have been uh, better off without him. Niggas is making money with Paul Judge out here. So, um, so let me let me ask this to bring it for for even for the audience though. Yeah. Do we do we know the play that that TK and Ryan were were wanting to be a part of or wanting to grow like like the business or being known for tech? You know what I'm saying? To to and, and to get into the space to say we want to sell. Or is well, it- in terms of them being involved in like tech, what it was is them niggas was on such an ascent that people just started associating it with tech, tech. stuff. Like you would see them on tech list. But it was because they were so hot, people like, would just find a way to associate. And a lot of that. the tech founders gathered there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Jill was the there, like Joey was there. Uh, on the on my post, uh, Jasmine Crow says she built it in the gathering spot. The gatherings, the ATL Black Best, Tech gatherings, uh-huh. they were the party throwers. Mm. So you could talk about almost any music in Atlanta, yeah, right. and you can associate them with it, rightfully so. Um, I think it was it was ultimately like he said, Paul Judge was known for one thing for money, for money, yeah. And I can imagine we we expanding going to L.A. We doing a lot of stuff. I can imagine we need to get some money up and we can make it work, right? So so where 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 does the, where does the problem start? Okay, 
So, For me, it was the Gucci jackets. Now, now we need to. I swear, I was gonna say the same thing. And, and I'm, a, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm hating because I looked at them last night and I was like, "They was kind of fly." If I had, I was like, De- "Dapper Dan made them hoes, right?" Yeah, Let's Dapper be Dan straight. Made him, at the time, Paul I was hating. Two chains. Tanya yeah. had one. TK had one. Yeah. When I looked back, I was like, "Yeah, I was hating," but I was like, "Hey." If Dapper Dan was gonna make me some yeah. shit for my company, I would I would have rocked them hoes yeah. too. Yeah. I, I was like, they yeah. look like a varsity basketball team, yeah. but still, yeah. I was like, them hoes is clean. I'm gonna give it up. But <laughs> so it's important to know, especially on the points I'm gonna make later, that Paul Judge, can, TK, Ryan, and TK was already rocking hot. Like mm-hmm. their names get national press, and I'm I'm a positive Paul Judge saw that they niggas was on that scent. And I'm, I don't know the details of it, but Paul Judge became an investor in the gathering spot A3C. They bought, they bought A3C. It, they then went on to buy A3C. Um, that picture you have on their Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, because for, as, as a you musician. You like when the white man had it. Well, no, no. Here's, well, <laughs> but here's the thing. Well, 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 but, but, but here's the thing. It's, it's watching the, like, my, I guess my biggest question even even here is is just the idea of what do, what do we keep as a culture for ourselves? Like, like I understand the idea is to grow in business, but do we have to grow so big to where we expand to where everything is watered down? So you, you know what I'm saying? So eight percent watered, watered down. down. In my opinion, yeah. Like I'm when that real. shit used can to I, be. A, can I be real? When that shit used to be a I've master. I've never been, been to eight three C. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I've uh, never been to one. I matter of fact, they did one at the uh, international intercontinental. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about. I did, I, and I walked in to give somebody something. And I left. Uh, I've never been to one. So let's so be clear. I can't talk about Timeline for people who don't really know shit. Paul Judge, at least in a lot of circles, young tech circles, different things like that, is known as like a shark or he's going to be take a, a certain chunk of your company. He gonna take he's going to be controlling. He will take you up, but it's going to cost you. Um, And he's known as like a shark. He's about getting his money. It may He may not be a community man. He's going to enrich himself. That of course, this is all people's opinions. Some people do have real experiences with and, ain't and our I, stories to and, tell. Yeah, but. but I do want to just highlight the other one. The one I saw was Rodney Sampson. The one I heard of was Mansoor. And you know, Barry, Barry, he was very public that you know this dude ain't right. He didn't do right by me and Mansoor and the company. It's I only a, know a big chunk. What well, actually, I don't know what he said public, but what I will say is I know. And uh, what's his name? Isaac talked about it last night. He said Paul Judge approached him. Uh, they had similar companies um, because he, they pivoted Look Live, the company he had with Scooter Taylor. They pivoted that to be essentially fan based, but like on an agency level, they were going to people directly. I believe um, they had very similar companies, and uh, Isaac said that Paul approached him to kind of partner and i think paul would get like a majority stake i think he said but he was like no and then isaac said he was trying to raise money and then paul told them don't fuck with them so that's why isaac felt like it wasn't but in my opinion and again i don't i don't have uh we'll talk about our relationships with each people but hey that's competition all i'm saying is (laughs) it's competition in the circles your name started becoming bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was no longer like he gonna get money. It was also yeah he'll get money, but be careful. Yeah. That's that's what his reputation had yeah, became. Be, be careful. Be, watch it. Like so, so. So it's that he gets access to the money that he approaches uh, black startup companies because it's a hot button thing. 
right? Like you can get money from Google. Yeah, if you if you hot, they'll talk to you. Like because I remember Rodney came to me. Yeah. With Spendify. Yeah. And he was he came to me and about three other black disrespectful. Like that's their oh, thing. I, I remember that. He was like, yo, yo yeah, let's collapse all of y'all. Wasn't it in a together. single email? Yeah. Like, like email everybody. Yeah, yo, let's let's come together and collapse all y'all shit. His ass. Spendify. Spendify. I said that about that nigga was horrible. No, I I wouldn't give niggas no love. I was gonna bleep them all out. They said Spendify and it was another black uh, directory company. They emailed them and said, "Hey, all all y'all merge." Which first first of all, it's crazy to me to just email all them like, "Hey, all y'all little niggas get together and we gonna package y'all, put y'all go, in front of, and we gonna go to Diddy." Yeah, because oh, Diddy cause, said cause that hey. what happened. Diddy made an announcement yeah. uh, that he was doing it, uh, the black, black business thing, the yeah. shit that he just launched, the, the shit yeah. he did like we fucked that years ago, years ago. So, so they're opportunists. They're opportunists. So that's all it is. So, 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 I, so then the next part is okay. Boom. So they got the money. Got went to Google. Got money for black mm-hmm. people. I come to black people. I got money for you. Oh no, yeah, we're not in Greenwood yet. We're not in Greenwood yet. No, no, I ain't talking about Greenwood. Okay. I'm just talking about Paul Judge having access they, to money. They have to bread. Get your company, but then once we uh, talk to you about your company, what y'all are saying is his move is. Somewhere in this paperwork or in this contract, right? I'm getting a chunk. Okay. I'm getting. I'm basically I'm positioning equity, myself. I'm putting myself to be a. I'm a. I'm a founder. I'm yeah. an owner. Yeah, I'm I got a piece of, of it. I got equity. Yeah, got there, there's when you starting off a company, how much you give up is very important. Oh, there yeah. are good deals with good terms, in terms where you're gonna be fucked. Whether you sell the company for a billion, you might have. You might make. People don't know. A lot of founders sell companies and don't really make shit because the investors own so much That's of the company. company. So if you start off giving up half your company is likely a bad deal because you might go get more money and more money. So the thing was that uh, certain people gave up large chunks of their companies and it was it, the thing was like, hey, watch it because if he comes in, he's going to come in with a certain amount of control. You know, so this is a person with money. So a lot of people will go for that, which again, I will say that ain't no crime. That's it's a right. nigga who That's say, business. hey, I'm about enriching myself. That's Everybody business. ain't a community man. So and everybody so not, no. knew that. Like so everybody kind of looked at him as like, "Hey, this ain't a community man. This a nigga who got money. Who he might fuck with you, but you gonna you probably gonna give up a lot, and you better watch it because he's about enriching himself. So, so like, no crimes there so far. So it's but so it's, it's a no, reputation. There's no like shady contracts in the sense. It's bad. That I don't know. I, don't I ain't know. never that seen. I don't it. Know. I ain't never seen a contract. Yeah, I never seen one. All I know is I'm people. Just, I'm just laying it out to figure out where yeah. the dots connect. Ain't nobody I, ever right, did right. the Kanye on his yeah, ass. All ain't I nobody say, ever published they, I mean, if you got contract. that contract, I mean, we won't say nothing. Dude. All I will say is a founder has called me crying. They ain't got no money really. Crying, talking about how they're the face of certain decisions. They're a face, but. Paul them are in control. Essentially, they're, they're the face and title. So, and if they and if that person doesn't do it, then Paul them will have something. Basically, a consequence they're employees. They're employees, but with titles. On that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, going back to your point, before yeah. we jump into it, you said you felt like it was watered down. I ain't never been to one. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, because it, it, like, like I always feel like A3C. when you A three C. So, I feel like they're they're trying to grow to a South by Southwest. Uh, type of and South by Southwest used to be smaller too, uh, but A three C like twenty twelve twenty thirteen used to be at the old Masquerade, one location one spot. Uh, you have different rooms you can move around. It wasn't as big. It wasn't as many of the corporate 
sponsors and things so like that. Outside so outside cultures coming so in, coming in, and then you you're you're trying to build something within a city that that we don't have the land space to be moving around like that. Uh, you, you know, uh, what I get it. Mark you know what I'm I ain't going to another building. I get what he's saying. No, but but, but it's, it's the move when you when you're bringing thousands of people into the city for for information and to do things. Yeah. Like like and then what what happens when you bring all the the sponsors? Guess what happens to the prices? They go up. Your yeah. ticket prices go up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we we're talking about young artists, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old. Like, so you're saying they too far? They were they were up here from the real culture of what they was, opinion. and it kind of threw off. Kinda, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, people's go rock with it because that's what you Which do when is you don't know. A great point for when we get into the green. When, when you don't know, in terms of being, in, you don't know. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So, go go to after they bought a three C again. That's that's when I think. Hold that, on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, not there yet. So first, we set we set a tone that in the culture. All these young entrepreneurs are whispering that hey, this nigga ain't that nigga in terms of community. He he a dope nigga in terms of making money, raising money, and doing his thing. But in terms of if he's really about us and the nah, he about enriching himself. That's the temperature he he, he had. So then fast forward a little bit, Paul Judge announcement comes out that he's become a partner in the gathering spot. He's mm-hmm. become an investor in the gathering spot, and. I swear to, I will find the text. We text that day, and many other people said, "God damn, here it go, here it go." And who do we say? Who do we say? They were standing like a Destiny's Child on the rooftop, <laughs> and, and who do we say was gonna happen? TK was gonna get pushed out. You said TK is gonna get pushed out one day, damn, because of the PGD thing. That was just our prediction. It wasn't no hate. It was just like just because Paul don't know Paul how to play star. a back row. You don't know how to play right. bat roll. And, and one thing I always respected about Ryan and TK relationship, mm-hmm. it reminded me of me and Keith relationship. Yeah. In yeah. the sense of TK, he played the background. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Ryan was the face of it. Yeah. Very rarely you seen TK doing the interview. He would. Right. It wasn't an issue if he did, but he knew they had roles and assignments and he played it right. Right. And, <clears throat> and what point of putting Paul Judge's face? I don't know. Maybe they need to raise money. I don't know. But they were already hot. So what is Paul's no that that helped help Paul again? That's why I say this is our speculation and alleged alleged statements or whatever. Yeah. But that's why they helped Paul brand on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they was because hot. the gathering's about the hottest right. thing going right, right, right. now. This that was is, like Cardi and all them hung, hopping all right, these right, young bitches' right. records. Right. Yeah. Right, like, right. Or Drake I get it, yeah. yeah. Like this. This shit was all. Helping his ass, and and we were all like, nah. I don't Everybody know in the community was like, and know. and it's like, but you got to respect this day business. They got again. I don't know what they got going on. I don't took did bad situations because I was in a position where I needed it. So but maybe it'll work. <clears throat> so then they and, buy, and they hot. Yeah. So yeah. the other businesses that he got involved, it wasn't necessarily as big. So maybe you ain't gonna get tried. Yeah. Like. Everybody else got tried. Yeah, so that, that was the thing. Like, yeah, it'll probably be straight because Ryan, they got connected. They got connected. Right, 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 right. You can't probably do them like, like that. Yeah. So like, let me let me just say this, and, and then I'm about to go into it. <clears throat> Pre all of this, nobody was black. People were community. Oh, straight up. People were culture. Oh yeah. People were. 
entertainment who's who. Mm-hmm. But, but it wasn't shit. this black consciousness. Nobody was on that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care what nobody say. A lot of conversation. I don't show me an interview where that narrative start coming before twenty twenty. Before twenty twenty, yeah. And the only reason I know because I built a whole business model on that shit mm-hmm. in two thousand sixteen. And talked to a lot of people screaming from the rooftops, y'all support black That's business. It. Right. This is what we need to do. Right. Woo, 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 woo. You go talk to niggas. I remember niggas. Nobody trying to fuck. I think that was you and Paul Judge one interaction. You showed them spin the fire. Bro, I can't remember. He did something. I, said, I think it was a tech square lab. And you called me like, <laughs> yeah, I bro, this nigga just shushed me off on my shit, bro. Mm. bro it, was, it was something, bro. I, damn, I wish I remember that story. Because yeah. you just made, reminded me of that yeah. shit. I did have an interaction. And nobody was on it. Yeah. And because it wasn't no money in it. And people were scared because, because you don't want to scare off your your yeah, white right. your white yeah. partnerships right, and right. people. You want to come off looking reverse racism like yeah. this. This is the shit I right. was hearing. Yeah. Twenty twenty happened. George Floyd. This is where my my issue came in. Twenty twenty happened. George Floyd happened. And if we gonna have a real conversation, white people gave us permission to be black. Right, yeah, gave yeah. y'all permission. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> White folks said, oh, we're going to give money. Yeah. White folks said, you know, we should do this. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're going to, uh, because, go. Inclusion. Go back one more time. Go back one more time when the whole uh, uh, NFL boycott was happening. Yeah. Folk wasn't boycotting. Right. And it was a, and when Jay-Z came in and said, yeah, the boycott is over. Yeah. Everybody was okay with it. He was pissed off. Because Still this was off. pre-George Floyd. So, this is when I went on a deep dive last night. I'm glad you got to this point because if you add up the timeline and um, I, look, I looked at this article and uh, shout out to Black Power Media because this brother, he broke this shit down months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. You, you seen it, right? Yeah. So based on what you're saying, May 2020, George Floyd happens. Right. All these banks make announcements. Yeah. They say, hey, we got money to give to underserved banks. Mm-hmm. October 2020, Ryan Glover, Paul Judge, Killer Mike, Jesse Williams. Mm-hmm. An opportunity Young, came about. All these, the, uh, they they say in the article, the uh, NAACP roster's worth mm. of black entertainers come together to do this green Bro, Off the blood. Off the blood. Boom. So now, so now we do all that, yeah. which getting all those people together only raised $3 million. So that's, the, that's another thing, right? Because I don't know how deep everything I'm saying is, you know, allegedly. I don't know how deep it goes. Maybe only they needed three million to show Truist Bank and Wells Fargo that this is viable. Yeah. And now that three hundred million you got to the side, hey, come dump it into us. Okay. Right? So that's so that's one. So then when you do that and you got it going, you got it starting, now it's a neo bank. Right mm-hmm. now, people are trying to catch on. It's like, okay, well, where's the bank? Where's the bank? Because if you please don't lose that thought. But before that, they were calling it a bank at first. Yep. And then Which legally, do. legally, yeah. they had to stop. Well, mm-hmm. because when they first came out, it wasn't this. We are not a bank. Right, right. That was an add-on after they got in trouble. So to that point, because the promo of it mm-hmm. was hip 
culture. Right. It was Clubhouse. Jesse it Williams was, came out. This yeah, is, this is what Jesse was saying. We're magical and doing all the beautiful speeches. Mm. It's that. It's the hype culture that yep. we that we come from, which is like a Jordan drop. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to get on Clubhouse. New mm-hmm. app. So, oh, new app. New new banking. And they call it a bank, bank, bank. Boom, it comes out. And niggas don't know if it's a bank. Niggas don't know if it's a yep. rush car. Yep. They don't know what's going on. And then they start doing research. And then they had to start saying, well, it's not a bank. bank yeah. It's not a bank. Then to legitimize it, now Paul has a banking institution, right? Yeah, in they the have to do L. that. You got to do that. They got to get some, with somebody with a charter and different things like that. But, which, um, but, but if that charter, right? And if Greenwood is the bank and then now they're trying to do other things, now we got to figure out, okay, what's the next play? Because if you look at what Greenwood has going on, it's a lot of stuff just around fancy fintech neo banking. You know what I'm saying? And let's say it was already going on. Sheena Allen from Go Capway. A lot of people are already in that lane who they allegedly met with before, but a lot of people are in that lane. So it's like, okay, what else do we do around this brand? Mm-hmm. Hey, gathering spot acquisition. A3C acquisition. Now you are covering all the bases. Well, what happened? So, so Gathering Spot, they purchased the Gathering Spot purchased A3C. A3C. So that was a pre-Greenwood thing. So that's that's Ryan and TK now and Paul. When they bought bought the Gathering Spot, didn't they get the A3C too with the Greenwood deal? First, Paul, Ryan, TK came together, you know, with that investment. All that he became a part uh, investor in the company. Then they grabbed A3C. They announced, well, let's say they announced that shortly after. Um, all this shit happens. You know, Paul's in a lot of different things. Um, so so what, he's working, he working exclusively outside of the gathering spot they on got Greenwood. Multiple things going yeah. on. So, so when Greenwood start, Greenwood start raising money. What well, what's they the other guy's name though? Danny Glover. Ryan Glover. Ryan Glover. Ryan. I said Danny Glover. It's yeah, Ryan, Glover. Ryan Glover. Yeah. So Ryan Glover from Bounce TV. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they get that going, and in total, I believe, at least what's public, they they've raised eighty eight million. million dollars. So that's a lot of money um, that they've raised, and they've also made acquisitions. Which I want to go back to the point of who Paul is. Like it's not no secret they made an acquisition of another Paul investment, the Valence. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but they uh, acquired that. They acquired this other company in May, I think. You know. So the, this eighty, I want to be clear here. So this is, I don't know what they, I don't know what they, uh, yeah. So they purchased Kinley, which is you can also go on Crunchbase like base or pitch book or something. Yeah, Kinley is also like Greenwood, so it's kind of like combining it. Yeah, so um, or like Aqua Hire or whatever they're doing. So they got Kinley, they got Valence, which is a Paul Judge company. So essentially, Paul Judge has repaid himself by they, purchasing Valence was the. Valence was on that like, was Kobe Fuller or something like that. I the think, employment yeah. thing, like professionals, exclusive, yeah, yeah, it was like professional thing. What it is, a community. They, they bought a community. They're buying a whole bunch of communities and using these assets to build Glenwood as the yeah. the, the premier, big, the big premier big thing. Because right. even the merch start being gathered by Times Greenwood, yeah. like, like it was just how do we, which le- makes sense. You how need do we, people. how do we legitimize this and leverage the membership that's over here to do that. Yeah, I'm cool with all that. This is where my issue come in. Yep. And Greenwood, then Greenwood purchased another Paul Judge investment in, which I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but then they purchased the gathering spot. Again, you know? I don't care about none yeah, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, neither do I. I don't <laughs> care about none of it. Dude, that's, that's cool. your business. Y'all get money. That's cool. This is where I came issue in when, and there's interviews about this. 
He said we went and found hip hop uh, influencer and killer Mike, mm-hmm. a historic activist in Andrew Young. Mm-hmm. They pulled on all the heartstrings of black people. Uh, Jesse Owens. The only reason you would go to Jesse Owens, Jesse Williams, Jesse, Jesse Williams, Williams, Jesse Williams. Only reason you go to Jesse Williams because he was hot. He yeah, was making he those speeches. No, he was just making those speeches. It was right. literally just. A, when he had just left that white woman. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not. We're black and we're magic. They can't take our black without our magic. I can't even remember the fucking yeah. statement. But people were going crazy over the uh, Jesse Williams speeches. Speech, yeah. So they did a commercial with him. They were pulling on all. This is black. Yeah. We supporting black people. And let me be very clear. I understand that you have to use other community, other stuff to build stuff because we don't have yeah, we don't a have lot that, of the right. infrastructure. Yeah, right. So lay, but, it, lay that out for the people. So. so as somebody that has had a fintech company, we built Mustard, which was a roundup platform for uh, the community that yeah. we wanted to, wanted to help people do it. That was built on Plaid. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was a Plaid program. That was a, and we were using your banks, which was white banks. But we didn't say we're rounding up in all the money. This is all black, black. This is like they talked about one of the biggest things they talked about is how the statistic of how fast the dollar circulates out our community. You know, uh, white people it's a day or it's, uh, this many, but us is only six hours, but this bank ends that (laughs) this is what they said. But when you put your money in this bank, it's going directly into a white bank. Now to be fair, they did like do some donations in the community, like a fifty thousand dollar donation. I don't care about thing, none of that different shit. Things. <laughs> I don't care about none I'm of that. I'm just saying they donated. 50, where I'm coming in on, like where that. I'm coming in, and I talked about this on the Buffer Day uh podcast, where I said people leverage the black narrative, mm-hmm. they leverage, they leverage the black culture, they leverage the black community just to get money, and that's not really their real intentions. Right. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, if your intentions were real and pure. You would have came out and said that this was what a white is. man from you the say beginning. What it is. Just say what it is. And I seen that early in the game, but I can and I can be unreal with the audience. I didn't ring the alarm on that shit when I found out about it. I was about to say, because uh, you wanted to ring that alarm, uh, nigga. Out of out of relationship with Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Out of relationship with Ryan. I said, you know, I'm gonna see what y'all got going. I even talked to him about and I told him, I said, look, now this shit come out, bro, y'all about to look crazy. Not only that, so I, w- w- Ahead, I, I told him, I said, y'all gonna look crazy. I said, I ain't gonna rain alarm, but when they jump y'all, I'm gonna get some kits in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> get the shit wrong. Now, yeah. ke- keeping up and, with the narrative. And, and last thing, I talked to people that work with the, the national, who's a part of the National Black Bank Foundation. Yeah. And I'm asking them, why y'all ain't saying nothing? And they're like, out of respect to Andrew Young, Ambassador Andrew Young. People ain't wanna say nothing in spite of him. All right. So, um, in addition to that, so now Greenwood is set up. The partner, I mean, the the gathering spot, Paul come together um, as an investor, everything like that. Greenwood gets into the mix through acquisitions, everything like that. They've raised money. And so what it looks like is um, Greenwood has, is in, has significant investors from Wells Fargo, PNC, um, Bank of America, City Ventures. You can go on Crunchbase. And, Put in Crunchbase, Greenwood, or Pitchbook, and uh, you can see like their investors. So they have significant investors from traditional big institutions, which is okay. You can get their money and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There, I think QC Ventures investors, so black people own some of it too. But then, so there's that. 
So they're going to reap a reward by investing in, in this. Then there is the bank, the holding company that provides the bank services, which are there any banks that could black banks that could provide these services? I don't know. I would assume so. So, so but go, <laughs> going back to that. So I was told it was about technology, right? I said a lot of banks didn't have the technology. I ain't gonna lie, Citizens so, well, Trust, I love them, but but, that but shit was in, rough. In, in the article, in the article, it says they actually did go to some black banks, and the issue wasn't technology; it was assets. Mm. But I count, I call bullshit because Coastal Community Bank, the assets was only like two. They said two point six billion, so it's like you could have put together some some black some black banks to do that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Well, I ain't gonna speak about nothing. I don't know, so I ain't gonna speak. It's on in that the Bloomberg one. article. I'll okay. put a link in the description. So, so maybe they made an attempt. Okay, maybe they made an attempt, and maybe somewhere and, along and the road, I'm, man. And I'm gonna be honest, it's not always easy working with black banks. We know yeah, that. Yeah, we but, used to bank at one for uh, our company for uh, mustard. So I'm, I don't care yeah, about nothing. Right. I don't even right. care that yeah, y'all nothing. using coastal. Yeah. Right. Y'all hid that shit. Heard, yeah, that's all. You just said it like, was black. You hit the shit. If you would have came out, and because you know it wouldn't hit the same. And people it's, are not going to read we, the fine we, print. We all know it don't hit the same. Say, look, y'all, we about to put together this platform, this financial platform that we're going to use and leverage money. Now, the money is going to be held in this bank. It ain't black, but it's going to be here, but we're going to leverage their technology mm-hmm. to do stuff for black people. That don't hit the same as saying this is modern banking for the culture. culture right. Yeah. And, and it don't hit the same. It, even uh, Glover and how he portrays it, he has a, a statement here where he was like, uh, quoted, there are only 23 minority-owned banks in the U.S. today. Those brick-and-mortar institutions have done a fairly good job supporting minority communities over the years, but today is a new day. Hmm. So even in that statement, statement right. you would assume, oh, so it's like Chime is a digital-owned yeah. black bank? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just a funnel. It's rush time. And I want to say, I'm still not at my real gripe yet. This is, this is shady kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I'm still not at my gripe yet. So we got maybe a large percentage of the company is owned by um, traditional banks. So if they win, those banks will win. Um, How many black banks got to invest in it? I don't know. Um, So that they could win. I don't know. Um, then now you have Coastal Community who's servicing them. So maybe they had to. Maybe they said they tried to get other ones. Okay, cool. But then you go to the situation where the email comes out mm-hmm. uh, with TK. We right. all get that email. Um, and it's a funky-looking email, but it comes out, um, and it lets us know that, hey, this white man. <laughs> this is this is how the email felt. This white now, man. Read the real email. Read, <laughs> okay. read, read it. Keith, you got it. You got What's it. What's it? Uh, hold on. I want to read the actual email. It says, TGL Community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got real black. It says, uh, A-T-G-A. It says, Greenwood is proud to announce that Mike McClowski, real white man, boy, had joined the organization as the CFO. Hey, I'm not going to say what race. <laughs> no, I think, I I think is like Irish or something. I thought it was Jewish, but anyway. CFO <laughs> whose responsibility will include the oversight of all TGS locations, reporting directly to the Greenwood co-founder, CEO, and chairman, Ryan Glover. Mike has come to Greenwood and TGS, at, TGS after a wealth of experience from other organizations, all local club general managers will report directly to him 
and work together to continue to drive value for members of the community. And then they had his White face right there. Put that on there. Put that on there. Uh, there you go right there. So what this email did, what the email was really trying to say is, hey, uh, or what it looked like it was trying to say is, hey, we'd like to, we're proudly announcing that this white man's coming in and everybody's answering to him in terms of TGS. That's what that email, if you want to break it down, mm-hmm. is saying this this white man no disrespect to you, Mike. You come in to be, I know you've been catching strays all week. Right. But um, it's basically saying that, hey, Greenwood is over here. That's uh, Ryan Glover and Paul Judge, Killer Mike, Ambassador Andrew Young. Now this white man has come in as the um, CFO yeah. of Greenwood. And air all them niggas at TGS answer to him. That's basically what it said. Good white man. Good white man. So you know it's gonna be a shocker, like (laughs) you know. So it's like, what the blackest shit we got? Right. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, this has always been built as an unapologetically black culture thing again it wasn't necessarily the black consciousness on it because coke was in there and you know it was a lot of stuff it wasn't a black power right. gathering but yeah. it was a black excellent right it was a black excellent. space yeah, but at this a, time it, a black experience it didn't say nothing about tk in that email right right no nah, right. but but we also know we know tk is the cfo well uh, they made him see he's coo no he's, tk is the cfo I think he was originally the CFO when they first started, but then became COO. Okay, and I didn't. Then, I didn't know that transition. So, I, 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 Ryan, but some of us still there. And let me tell you why I knew he was the CFO. Because yeah. again, I whenever I have a two man business, I kind of opt out of the CEO position because sometimes you know I know I'm always going to get a little bit of shine. Yeah, he so, was. Yeah. He was CFO. So. I, w- I thought it was interesting that he was the CFO instead of the COO. Yeah. So they, that always stood out to me. That's how I knew he was originally CFO. I didn't know he changed. So that CO. email introduced Mike, Mike. And it's like, huh, everybody answering to him at TGS? Hmm. So you don't necessarily have a context. That and it was just a white man. Just right, like, right. Cause and, even Reagan, she worked there, but she did like, she, know. she background white. Right. background. She's not running things. So it's like, <laughs> all right, it's cool. Just go, you, you can kick. But you, you ain't, you ain't running everybody. Right. Okay. So it's cool. You know, and she was nice to me when I met her. So now. <laughs> Now we get right there. You know, I ain't got no problem. (laughs) Master don't hit me that hard. (laughs) Y'all niggas tripping. Nah, y'all ain't gonna frame me like that. (laughs) Now look. So now the social media. Now keep in mind of the times in terms of diversity, equity, inclusion. This why this hit hard because we've been fighting in the tech community and in the in the business community overall to get black leadership. And get white people to like, hey, find some niggas to work oh up here. It's smart God, people. You niggas is keep complaining. God <laughs> damn, <laughs> nigga, they killed George Floyd. We gave you niggas money. You <laughs> bitches stole it. Y'all got them, uh, didn't bring more black people in. We got Kamala Harris. We got, uh, the, the damn job. We give you niggas everything. Now, God damn. So now it's like, hold on. How do we, a black institution, put this white man? Right. Over all of us. That's how it feels to people in a time like this. That's crazy. Well, I'm going to tell you why it's even crazier, too, because I, after the announcement, we went on this deep dive, and I, I feel like we're going to mess around and have a part two. 
um, because I watched the whole interview of Paul Judge on a podcast, the Startup Venture podcast, and he says something. He said when he acquires companies, he understands that they did what they had to do to get where they're at, mm-hmm. but a lot of times you have a little league team, and he needs an Olympic team. <laughs> Which is, I don't have no issue with that. But what I'm saying is he is coming in. With you know what I'm saying? Like with, with, that with that mindset. So it's like, okay, I'm looking at y'all like y'all little league. Right. On the other side, where else can a CFO run a company for eight years and just be dismissed? Right. And not and not giving the credit in the same uh, clout that this, that this white man has. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just knowing, and, and, and Paul is supposed to be a black man. And, so and, it's like you looked at this brother as little league and you didn't even try to level them up to Olympics. Like, you, you right. start off in the Wait. Little Leagues to get to the Olympics. You don't just go, you know what I'm saying? Like, every Olympic team player started off in Little League. Well, let's well let's just say, we don't know. We don't know, we we don't, don't know. We don't know the inner workings or what happened or we, didn't happen. We don't, but, we don't but know the, the inner workings, but, but, but I know that's his mindset because he stated that on his podcast. On and, the podcast. and not only that, why wouldn't we fight hard to keep it, like, leadership as black as possible? That's my thing. Right. It's, like, it's like, you couldn't find another... Was there, want you level them up look, to the yeah, Olympics. So, so, so that's the thing. But you, you better find now, a black Olympian. That's the issue yeah. is this was built because somebody, I, I was literally just talking with Montoya with a mental talk dialogue this morning. And he was like, why couldn't, what's wrong if you did hire a Mike McClousey? I said, it's all on the intention of what These was brands, what bro. was your intention in the beginning? In the beginning, yeah, it's not you know wrong, and that's 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 Again, the other thing. If, if I'm if I'm starting whatever business, hell, get who you want to get. Mm-hmm. But if my intention was creating a space that makes sense for us, a space where we can gather and be comfortable, you now when you begin to hire a uh, white leadership, you get cultural differences. Yep. They don't understand the relevancy. And that's when you start seeing all these brands do dumb shit because they're targeting black people and they got white people on the uh, executive levels yep. that don't understand the culture. I, I just want to say that that music, <laughs> it's, it's, it's scaring some oh, of the visitors. Yeah, so, <laughs> and that's the thing. And not knowing the process of like, did y'all vet out? Did you, was there, were there other people in the runnings? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think as I, I feel like the audience or people should know that or, or your, your members, your members, search, yeah. When man. you're starting to do that, like I feel like it's it's old to your your constituents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like so the membership. Do you, do you still got the article? Do you still got the email that they sent? Um, in response, the cleanup. Yeah. All right. So do you still got that key. So while you get right, that, get the at? cleanup email. I, I can get it too. Um, uh, the one that came at one a.m. But so you got the initial email. All that's known publicly is that a white man yes, is right. is over. The black people at TGS. That's what's known. Mm-hmm. Whether true or not, that's what's known. Right. So now, I think the next day or a few hours later, social media post comes out and has the same white man that we're already like, what? About, you know. And now it has his face next to TK's face. <laughs> this is ATL Uncensored. <laughs> um, and then Isaac later posted it has, now it's saying, oh, basically that Greenwell brings in this white man to replace um, TK, and then all hell breaks loose mm. in terms of like, oh. So first it was just a cultural thing, like, nigga, y'all brought in this white man to put over everybody? That's right. crazy. But then the social media comes out and says, 
Oh no, he came in to re- not just come in and be over everybody, but come in and replace T- the beloved TK that mm-hmm. all of us have had interactions Actually, with. Right. And that is a co-founder and built this shit from the bottom up. We've right. seen the construction photos. Right. We've seen them on the cranes and that type of shit. So we kind of, and these are young people like us. So it, this ain't like something far away. Right. We see them growing. We see them uh, going through the struggles. I remember we were in there one day and like the heat or the AC was off or something. So it's like we being there for like six years have, our businesses, our relationships have grown. Like, nigga, this is like nigga's brother. Right. Or they cousin or something. You know what I'm saying? So you saying you brought this you brought this white man in to replace Pookie. Yeah. <laughs> you and got, that's just You got it. Yeah. So that's this, just this, too this, far. And this is when I knew it was bullshit. When this So so hold on, before I read this, the first email that you got, when did that one come out? That came out um so if I post it on fr- Friday. What I, I post it on Friday? Friday. Yeah. So that came out Wednesday or Thursday morning. Okay. And yeah. then after that, this came. Yeah, this one came out on July 15th. So okay. 15th was yesterday. Okay. Now keep at in mind, everybody went crazy. At, so At 1 a.m. So you know it's an emergency email. You know. Yeah. So get the time. So out. first you get the original email. Social media post comes out. So first the email come out, niggas like, oh, hell no, this look crazy. So the email come out on the 13th. At two o'clock. Gotcha. Social media post P. ATL Uncensored exactly. comes out. Um, so that's a Thursday. So it came out on Thursday. Thursday, right? The first. Yeah. So it came out Thursday at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And everybody go crazy. Yep. And um, that could try going crazy. <laughs> I was like, these, these niggas done lost their mind. I was. Uh, Chuck, I'm going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> say something. <laughs> All right. So this guy posted three days ago. What's today? Today, ATL Uncensored posted this three days ago. Um, put yeah, so the white same, man. Same. So he posted it on 13. All right. He posted it when it came out. Thursday. And that's, that's Thursday. when all hell break loose. ATL Uncensored posted that. Then Isaac posted, you know, mm-hmm. and his he has a diverse audience. You know, Isaac is um, positioned himself as a voice for the culture. And uh, now niggas just going crazy. Niggas don't know nothing, nothing about, about no, no Nobody know who Paul Judd <laughs> And then the way Isaac does, he's like, you know who? So people are like, who, who, who? What's happening? Then members are like, TK, no. So it's like, it's just people going haywire. People who don't know stuff, people saying stuff, people chiming in, people liking stuff, people doing eye emojis. So niggas is under pressure now. So now, going back to where L is, at about one in the morning or so, members get another email. One, so everybody's going crazy. Announcement come out Thursday. Posts come out Friday. Everybody's up in mm-hmm. arm. Friday night, cause shit, this come out yeah, Saturday like morning, one a.m. Right, right, yeah, cause right. this comes out Saturday this, this one a.m. Cause I posted mine on Friday morning, right? And my post got a lot of traction. Cause my first was the first first time his name was mentioned. Uh, Paul Jet, and let me just say that too. Like niggas be online trying to get this nigga nickname, like uh tech bully and all that shit. I, I, I just be man, saying that man. shit. Stop saying that shit, man. Say his name. His name motherfucking Paul Judge, bro. Yeah. And it is what it is because I want to talk about us getting snakes out of our community. Mm-hmm. And too long, we let people that do fucked up shit, we on that Michelle Obama. Yeah. When they go low, we go high. Fuck that. When they go low, we go to hell, man. Hell and goddamn, yeah. we're going to kick <laughs> their ass, bro. And we got on the phone that, talking to people, like, too, saying, hey, bro, 
Like, like that, don't halfway. That's what I'm on right now. You know what I'm saying? And I want to have this conversation to start the deeper conversation of people that's in detail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People know the details of all this. But this is the email they sent after that. Friday night, Saturday morning, 1 o'clock. A toast to TK. Atlanta GM promotion and leadership team continuity and diversity. A message to the community. They use all the black people. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw Mike may- down in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might have seen some inaccurate reports on social media uh, recently. That's Andrew Clark. <laughs> uh, about team changes. We are also aware that some of you have received an unauthorized email hmm. that was sent from the gathering spot email address that provided incorrect information. Uh, pause. So that's the email that originally went out? Is that the one that they yes. So they're yeah. saying oh. that first email was somebody disgruntled right. and it had some bad info. Right. And they letting them know that that was that some fuck it. shit. That, that was wrong. That wasn't corporate. Which yeah. signals to everybody... It's some fuck Such shit, shit going, going on. on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't look right. back here. Ain't right. nothing wrong. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, it came from your email address. <laughs> right. As you may have noticed, the email did not follow our standard brand style for official communication with the TGS community. We apologize for this disgruntled message. No, we, we just saw the white man's face, just to clarify. <laughs> we yeah. didn't notice the stuff. I didn't, oh, so I didn't, the, I didn't so his, his I picture didn't, was in that email. Yeah, I don't care that y'all they didn't use the official brand colors. Yeah. <laughs> like in font size. Like yeah. that's okay. They had TGS blue eyes. Exactly. We apologize for this disgruntled message with the inaccurate information which became a source of further media reporting. We apologize for any inconvenience caused by this incident and are working on improving our security and controls to ensure this does not occur in the future. Security? That's why they fired him. That's what what they did. So so what it looked like is, oh, there's some fuck shit going on over there. That's what it looked like. Because probably just one person. All right. With that said, let's get you up to speed on the changes. Recently, and over the last year, there have been a number of role changes within our organization as we've continued to build the gathering spot business for long-term success mm. and serve you with the collective mission in mind. Mm. A thank you to TK. Mm. As TK Peterson moves on to other endeavors. If you ever been fired from corporate, you, you know, know what this message means. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. His last day as chief operating officer of the gathering spot will be July 31st, 2023. Mm. Ooh. And that's deep, too. Mm. That's deep, too, because you know what that means. If you've been in corporate and you've already been let go, you've already been let go before your last day, yeah, yeah. that means, nigga, you got to finish up this work or you're not going to get that seven. <laughs> so they said 20, they said 20. So they got another week. So, so, got another, got so they're week. saying technically he's not off the books. He's not yet. off the books until, until July 30th. Oh, yeah. said the thirtieth, thirty first, but he's working from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we'll, we'll bring, you, we'll ship you. Yeah, it's, it's corporate, it's severance. Yeah. It, it's yeah. you don't cause up no storm. So, yeah. before you leave. Yeah, which also kind of lets me know. Well, I, I don't. Is it, know. A storm has been caused. <laughs> uh, without TK's leadership as co-founder of the Gathering Spot, TGS would not be what it is today. TK will. Re- will remain recognized as a co-founder of The Gathering Spot and a shareholder of Greenwood. 
That wasn't gonna change that for us, but I mean, that wasn't gonna change. That. I mean, the thing is, once a co-founder, always a co-founder. Just okay. is what it is. We wish TK the best in his future endeavors, and thank him for his vision and service. Mm. Now, that's fucked up because there's no mention of him being the CFO prior. Like they just say co-founder, but he was listed as CFO before COO was yeah. that position. So yeah, like, but where's... basically what they're trying to say is he wasn't replaced. That this was. They actually didn't clean up. I they don't think they, they said nothing. They didn't say nothing. They didn't. They didn't say anything. I don't yeah. know if we got to read the rest, but the rest of it, they start giving us stats to yeah. try to. Cause this is them acknowledging that. Uh oh. Well, now I want to. I want to go to introduce Mike McClowski. I want to okay. see why we got him. Okay, so uh, after that, they talk about a new ATL club management. Uh, he's been there for seven years now. Jason, what up, the general manager? Shout out, Jason. Jason. We know yeah, Jason. Jason. Jason been there for a minute. He's been okay. cool to me. <laughs> oh, he's another white man. Another. No, in, I, I don't know what brother. Yeah, oh, ambi- yeah. Oh, the ambiguous brother. I know you talking yeah, about. Yeah, the ambiguous about. brother. He, 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 been down, he, he been down a long time. Yeah. No, but I know he's talking about. He's easy to spot, but he been down a long time. He's good people. Okay, we not we not mad at him. Ambiguous brother. All right, introducing Mike McClowski. Since 2021, Greenwood has had an open role in search for Chief Financial Officer of Greenwood Incorporated, and we are excited to welcome Mike McClowski to Greenwood in the in that capacity. Now, be clear. What they're saying here is that it's this isn't a replacement of somebody like at TJ. This, this is, is above that. He's <laughs> at Greenwood. We right, were looking right. for a CFO at Greenwood. At Greenwood. Right. Although we had a CFO in the gathering spot when we acquired him because... CK was. But what they're trying to make clear mm-hmm. here is that it's two separate yeah, things. It's two separate things. Yeah, it's two separate things. And yeah. Greenwood owns TGS, so I mean, he could it could be overlapping right. responsibilities. Right. You know, there have there have been inaccurate reports on social media posted by Actress Eldridge that Mike <laughs> is a replacement <laughs> for TK. We got no we don't do no inaccuracy. You know? Uh TK. Oh, he was a replacement for TK. This is absolutely false. The chief financial officer role for I did Greenwood not do this shit, has man. Been what our Kelly said. <laughs> that's been open for a, a role for a year before the gathering spot acquisition. Mike's role as the CFO of Greenwood and TK's role as the COO of the Gathering Spot. These are two different roles within two different companies in our family with two different sets of responsibilities. Mike joining Greenwood and TK departing the Gathering Spot is unaffiliated and is not a matter of replacement. We hope that this helps provide additional context and clarification. TK pause, remains. hold on, pause right there. So now what that lets us know is, because see, if you said, hey, we brought him in to replace him, that's fair game. That's right. You bought the company, it's fair. So now you letting us know this ain't got nothing to do with that. So it's like, now you have to say, why did you actually drop him in? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you were just saying, hey, we, we got somebody up here and it's a duplication, you in the green. That's two, business. Two different roles. Two different, right. two different companies. Right. Two different sets of responsibilities from what you guys said. Right. So now there's no reasoning for why he's leaving at the end of the month. 
And then they're also introducing Donald Hawkins, as we spoke about earlier. He was the founder and CEO of Kenley, and they've acquired Kenley. Uh, yeah, anyway, about this, and, uh, <laughs> last, last thing I want to oh, point out. Oh, last thing I want to point out. It just at the end. The picture. Well, well, they they showing all their staff right, and they're saying we take pride in diversity of our workforce, of our leadership and board. This see, is TGS now. See, see this this thing I don't like. You don't have to make diversity in organizations that were created because right. there's no fucking diversity. diversity. Yeah. That's how I know people don't yeah, understand the way, fucking fight right. we're fighting here. Right, right. And that's what fucking pissed me off. It's like, yeah. what the fuck do you need, need diversity for? It's already there. It's already, I mean, you don't need... This it's, shit it's was created... Fubu. It's FUBU. This shit was <laughs> created because there is there's no, no diversity, diversity and people need somewhere to go. Right. And there's no opportunity. Now, let's be very clear here. The pictures they show is TGS, what Ryan and TK built. All those black faces, right. all those people, those are TGS right. diversity. TGS's team. Team, yeah. Which, if you go back, now Greenwood's team, your C-suite, chief financial officer, is a white man. Yeah. Your CTO, your chief technology officer that you right. hired. Is a white man. Yeah. This is of Greenwood. Mm-hmm. So right now you're pushing out, okay, TGS has this diversity. But at the same time, in Atlanta, you got white leadership mm-hmm. in the C-suite, which y'all can rock with us, but you know, what's supposed to be what's built banking on, for the, right, right, built off the, the blood of George Floyd. Right, can we right. not lead our own shit? Yeah, you can be a VP it. or some shit like it, but can we not lead our own right. shit? Um, so boom, you got that. So now you got white leadership. You say you had to go to a white bank and now you got traditional white, big, large institutions as your investors. So it looked like everybody going to be eating off of Greenwood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, which is why I asked the question of when do the people at the bottom actually benefit off of Greenwood outside of rounding up, they change what you can do with almost anything basic shit. Oh, well, Greenwood is supposed to be offering small business loans, Mm. mortgage applications, um, Mm. financial Mm -hmm. education, literacy. Is that out or is this future? Listen to the podcast. We have a podcast, (laughs) man. We have a podcast. Um, IG. We have an IG. (laughs) You know? Follow, like, subscribe. In a car. Their first first product is the car. Okay. That's that's the only product that they have. Know, uh, they also did content. They paid some money to Tanya them to uh, earn your leisure. They've been spending money on what's it called, money moves or something like that. Yeah. So they've been mm-hmm. doing the content plays and shit like that. But don't lose the point that all the diversity they talking about that's TGS Ryan them diversity, mm-hmm. which ain't diversity. It's just us, you right. know, intentionally us. All they stuff is pale horse. So, what is your real gripe? Now, my real gripe. Now, first, now, based off of those emails, based off of those emails, you're saying there at no reason was given why uh, TK is being let go. Did, was it something? Did he do something wrong? Or did, we're giving no reason. We probably never get a reason. <clears throat> but now we know from the background that from what's come out now, there's a lawsuit going on. Okay, that's been made public. Everybody's been going and looking at the loss of different things like that. So now I think it's important to kind of, as I get into this part, so I'm not trying to be biased or anything like that. So in terms of Paul Judge, met him a couple times at a hackathon, gave some decent feedback, and 
saw them on Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> you know, then I've heard about people's inc- incidences. How I look at Paul Judge, that nigga's a shark. He do shark shit based off of what people have said. That's that's the reputation that's preceded him, and he's about enriching himself. Okay. You know, that's okay. That's who he is. In terms of Ryan and TK, been a member for six years. Um, I got love for, I got love for Killer Mike. Got love for Paul Judge, like I said. I got love for Ambassador Andrew Young. I got love for uh, Ryan Glover. Got respect for him. That don't mean I got to like him. You don't like your woman sometimes, right? You know, <laughs> which one called, but I still got love for him. So what's um, your great? Not a great. I got love for Ryan. You know, I got love for TK. I fuck with TK, you know. Um, now, here's my thing. When you going back to what you said, all of this is built off of community. George Floyd, all this money raised, 88 million into a black thing. All these VC funds, all these startups was built off the blood of George Floyd. It was built off of our people being jaded and wanting something for us. Something to support us. So in a vulnerable state, people at the top, because let's be very queer, which be very not queer. Um, it's okay Whoa. if you, I'm not saying whatever. Anyway, to be very clear, um, we talking about rich nigga problems right now. So I want to separate. There's a business issue going on between some rich niggas. There's a lawsuit going on. Okay. Uh, allegedly, Greenwood um, did not pay all the money that it's owed to the gathering spot to them. So they're upset. Now all the shit is going on. Rich nigga problem. Hey, figure that out. Um, <clears throat> then there's the fact that all of this stuff was built off community. When you start talking about community stuff and leveraging our people, you step into a different role. This isn't just business. You now have a responsibility like a parent to present things in a certain way because you all are the face of our community and representing us. Okay. But now all this shit, I'm not saying that whatever's going on allegedly is right or anything like that, but the fact that it's public and now it's been thrown to the community, it's thrown the community in disarray. You got employees of the gathering spot in different places afraid. Because now people are rapidly deleting um, or canceling their accounts. So if none of this shit works out, Paul Judge going to have bread. Mm. All them niggas going to have bread. Ryan going to be all right. Come for money, got money. He going to be all right. TK should have some bread. He should be all right. All of them going to be straight. But our community is in chaos and in disarray. People arguing back and forth. There's no love for this. No, black people can't work together. You got a responsibility that was supposed to get squashed privately. Y'all knew what the Nick and I, like I said, I fuck with them. I've been a member six years. I rock with them. I ain't got no issue with Paul Judge them. If I know somebody a killer and a shark, it wasn't no problem when he was a killer and a shark and y'all was in the Gucci things together. Y'all knew that when y'all was making bread together, y'all got A3C and doing it. Wasn't no problems with that. Right. Now everybody is being biased because, see, the the community isn't in an uproar fighting rich nigga problems. You understand what I'm saying? Well, if you, if you, if you, I, no, and it's being used, let me get this off. Lawsuit. It's being that's used 
as a community issue. Now, now, green, y'all niggas knew Greenwood. Y'all niggas knew, like you just said, you had the conversation. Y'all know the way Greenwood, this shit ain't about a green, Greenwood is this, Greenwood is that. Niggas knew who them niggas were, or at least they should have done some due diligence. I'm confident. Niggas knew this was a shark in the waters, but niggas was big enough to where it was like, this shark ain't gonna bite me. And none of us really thought that shark would bite them. Cause it seemed like they getting along good. They buying festivals together. They doing business together. It's all good. But now what's happening is this niggas walked up on the playground and said, I'll take your ball too. And I'll get, get you what you need as you need it. Maybe they don't have the money. Who knows? We don't have all the details, but in, and I'm not saying anything is wrong, right. Or whatever. What I'm saying is in terms of lawsuits, in terms of letting this shit get out in the public, and this goes for Ryan, TK, Paul, Killer Mike, Ambassador Young, all the investors around them as well. Because like I said, it's a lot of parties involved. Then nobody had a maturity to say, hey, we are the faces of the community. I'm not fucking with you right now, but what we not going to do, we just raised $88 million. We the faces of this shit. We not finna be, and think about all the niggas who really be in the streets out here, really working stuff, trying to get money up, trying to get support. If these niggas at the top can't get it right, these smart niggas, Ryan was just in the White House. So essentially, these are the creme de la creme niggas, right? On the outside, this is what people see them. These are the creme de la creme niggas. They on all the shit. They on all the media. Paul's the a blue chip tech guy. They got some shit in their hand. And these niggas can't handle it. The, the niggas at the top. The shit's embarrassing. And nobody, we don't have no leaders in Atlanta. We're all in, in Martin Luther King Jr., Georgia. We ain't got nobody who could have said, Paul, Paul George, not Paul George, what's this nigga's name? Paul Judge ain't got no big homie, no OG, who could have sat him down and said, hey, y'all got to get this shit right. I heard there were attempts to have, make it happen privately, but some people wouldn't listen. It ain't nobody who knew about this stuff developing and bubbling under that could sit these niggas down and say, hey, we're going to fight, but it's not bubbling up. I mean, let me tell you why it's not, Troy, because like Elders always say. You saying why it's not what? Why there's no OG to pull on Glover and Judge uh, coattails is because of what we always say. Everybody doing shit for the bad, nigga. Andy Young is calling that nigga the OG. Ryan Glover gave him $5 million for the Bounce TV. But, like, I, there's no OG if I'm looking up to you. Like, I'm looking see, at these young niggas and calling them, man. But what see, up, unk? Like, right. no, nigga, you, you the OG, but you got to listen to these niggas because they breaking you off with the paper. But see, this is so running nigga, off promotion. I have so much money. I get it. I got I, money. He might not have an OG in the community, but let's think about it. Let's give Ryan them that credit. The, like I mentioned, these niggas get called up to the White House for a reason. Sit down and strategize like you strategize about everything else. They got big homies. Go find somebody in Bank of America that, that they investors and say, hey, this is bubbling up. I don't want you guys to get embarrassed. We don't want any lawsuits, but this is what we see going. You all got enough connections out here. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas watch Billions? Handle this shit privately because now. We got two different gripes. That's what I'm saying. Sure but that's why I just wanted to get my gripe yeah, off in terms right, of. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Y'all threw the, the community into this and letting the community fight some rich nigga shit and making us look crazy. My gripe. That's my gripe. My gripe. If this all would have happened, if he would have bought TGS when AC3 and that situation happened and it was a lawsuit, they didn't get the money and it came, I wouldn't have said nothing about none of that. 
I don't care. I don't care. That's the other thing. It's fucked up. It's business. I don't care. I care that money was raised because we said, because all of us fantasize, all of us romanticize what our ancestors did. We want to be in Black Wall Street. We want to get to what we have. We talk about how much land we had after slavery versus what we got now. We don't have any ownership, and we're all fighting to get back to that. And we're not getting there because we're trying to get there the white man way. We're trying to use Western strategies. We we have gotten so far away. I feel like we're saying from, the same thing. We gotten so far away from our culture, our history, and our heritage that we don't realize we are doing. We're trying to reach a goal that you can't reach on the route you're taking. So my issue was when Greenwood came in a time when we were hurt. We watched George Floyd take his last breath. Nigga put his knee in his fucking back, and we sat there and watched him scream. And literally, our ancestors woke up in the bodies of Africans all over the fucking world. Even though protests, white. protests were 20, 30, 50,000 people. I seen young people jump on a truck. A truck was trying to plow through people on the paveway. Young people jumped on a fucking truck and pulled the trucker out. That is spiritual, bro. Our people were hungry. Our people were fucking ready. Our people were trying to go somewhere. And what y'all did, y'all seen that moment, and you took it to make fucking bread. And then you did it with somebody we should trust. You did it with somebody that we who lived in the era that we're trying to get back to. Not necessarily we want to be like. He's talking about Andrew Young. Yeah, I'm talking, Young. Like we want to be back in an era of where our pastors were active, where our churches were involved, where our young people were marching, where our parents were in the movement. We're trying to get back to that in a sense. We romanticize it. So you pull his name. Killer Mike is one of the most uh, electrifying speakers. Yeah. When it comes, Killer Mike would do a speech, not on the same level, but it reminds you of remnants of Fred Hampton in a sense of, Fred Hampton with the Rainbow Coalition, mm -hmm. he could speak to black people, white people, Latino people. If you look at Killer Mike and his mood, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's who he is, and that's what he got going on. And I'm literally watching them emotionally rile up our people. And this bank is going to be the answer. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the move, there's an interview with Killer Mike, he's talking about if you look at every movement, the people who control the money win. So all we got to do is control the money. Put the money in this bank. And this shit, not even a fucking bank. <laughs> this shit is literally, again, is going directly to the people we say we're trying to keep it from. Now, the argument might be, a hey, things take time. There's a roadmap. Again, fuck all that. You were deceptive and you lie. And what happens, and what happens <laughs> is when people come around, yeah, when people come around, and try to be real and start a fucking business that bring black people together. Niggas are skeptical as a motherfucker. When I'm trying to show you how to round up, you don't have to spend in No, this shit personal. This shit personal, bro, because I realize with Spendify, I'm just going to be real. Niggas ain't never going to shop 100% black. It's, that's over with. Niggas don't want to. We don't, we don't offer enough services. It's that all of that shit is over with. So what we were like, shit, if y'all just round up, 
wherever you shop. Let's put that in a pot, and we're going to let the people decide where the money That's what fucking invest you was. And we had that meeting in the gathering spot. The tech, the tech was up. there, but guess what? Niggas don't trust it because when people who do have the influence mm-hmm. and who do have the platform and do have the knowledge and the ability to leverage the heartstrings of black people based off of what we're trying to do, they create shabby shit. They create shit like Greenwood and they don't tell the truth about the back end. They create shit like the Tulsa Fund and they don't give you your fucking money back. And they don't even yeah. tell the people in Tulsa. You know what don't I'm saying? Started, don't even get me started on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my issue. <laughs> don't give me started. I'm just saying that. <laughs> bro, my issue is people taking and leveraging what this real black shit. We really, y'all realize we really could get reparations. But the motherfucker that get in the room to talk about reparations never studied fucking reparations. And then every time we try to do some shit, we could have a black party, but instead of calling somebody that really do no, politics, we got fucking Diddy on the platform. Yep. So my frustration is we keep using these fucking celebrities, yep. these motherfuckers the that don't give a fuck about us. Nothing about Paul Judd's behavior said he had the accreditation to start a fucking blank for black people. Nothing about Ryan Glover behavior said he had that. But you know what they did have? They had fucking uh, uh, Ambassador Young. And I'm just going to be real. All due respect, but he need to sit his ass down. Because if I'm really being honest, I don't think he knows the ins and outs of all the business. He's just trusting motherfucking snakes to leverage his name and face. And he put keep putting his name on shabby, uh, shysty ass shit. So... He 90 years old, so I know he didn't look at all this shit, and I know he just getting a check, he getting his flowers, but you need to sit down now. Because motherfuckers are now tarnishing your fucking legacy for they game. So what do niggas but, got to look I, up to? Saying, are they tarnishing the legacy? Because it's like niggas been selling out since after Dr. King died, and that's the issue that's where the, we at right now. We had kept about. that same momentum, that same energy, but these same niggas been cutting these deals all day one yep. and two after this issue, my gripe is we're going to start calling these niggas out as soon as we fucking know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if we would have caught them niggas out months ago on that Greenwood shit, we had and the information, it might have equipped, that's been it might have equipped the, the gathering spot. It might have equipped TK nah, to be able to combat some shit. Because, like, think about think about PR. I, 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 I fuck with them, but you letting them off the hook. I fuck with them. No, if I'm being real, it wouldn't equip them because they knew what it was already. That's that's they, the point they, I was trying to make they, earlier. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you, what you mean? When they, what, I'm saying, saying, what I'm saying is it would have equipped them in the sense of when you have the opposition and you have like the grassroots on fire about it, then you think they'll be as quick to just let a TK or Ryan go if they know, okay, the image is looking crazy because they done blew up the Greenwood and exposed it. We can't get rid of the founders of Gathering Spot. Now, like, we can't, we gotta hold them niggas loose nah, for the next I, two or three years nah, them on niggas, some PR shit. Nah, them niggas are gonna do that regardless. Like, they were gonna do what the fuck they wanted. Because but, again, if you, because if you look at the lawsuit, if, if you look at the lawsuit, oh boy, the CFO got uh, hired months ago. So, again, it's like, they just made this announcement now. Again, and, what I'm saying is, if you, if you just really being honest about who we're dealing with, they don't give a fuck. And okay, what you saying is, a both sides ain't giving a fuck. So it wouldn't matter to what call I'm them saying, out. They were gonna get fired. Like Paul just them gonna do what they wanted to do regardless of what the community look and see. They don't give a fuck about what it looked like. Okay, because they ain't really over here with us for real, for real. I, I see what you mean. You ain't really in the community, so why the fuck I give a fuck your opinion? Yeah. 
Killer Mike already said it, nigga. Y'all up uh, y'all talking all that broke ass shit. Yeah, y'all broke niggas. But Killer Mike said it. He was talking to the community when the community was saying because he was over there. God dang, again, I wasn't even the biggest Stacy fan, but I also wasn't stepping for Kemp. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you doing all this shit trying to say Kemp done. Like, man, nigga, if you want to be for Kemp, just be for Kemp. What I'm saying is I don't give a fuck about what people do. I don't like when you do slick shit. Right. And isn't it and, isn't it public not like uh so Paul Judge would like they got what is it called? Truly so Paul Paul Judge, some kind of thing is Champ Bailey, Paul Judge, a bunch of other people, um, got like a medical marijuana license mm-hmm. to like grow or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like and, do and, your research, but anyway, and then there was like backhanded donations to Republican stuff. No, they just donated like my ain't nothing wrong with donating and being no fucking uh, Repu- you do it the Being fuck a you want to do. Now, now that's my point. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I don't. That's why I say I got love. Businessman, you a shark. I got love for that. You keep saying that shit. I, I'm a yogi. It's the different. I got general love, just like I got for the plants. Yeah, okay. Now my point is that somebody being a shark, it's been a known quantity. It's public knowledge about donation. You can right. do what you want. I got friends that's Republican that right. love Trump, all kind of stuff. You do what you want. My point in saying all that is that all these people who are trying to make it about this community. I'm not just talking about Greenwood fucking up community stuff. I'm talking about all of this people being used, Mm -hmm. our community being used to fight rich nigga problems. Like it's about the community. Like niggas didn't know. It's all in the name of business. And that's, that's, hold on, I'm sorry to cut you off because my, my question had been the whole time is like, when we said earlier, it's like, what do, when you, when you go to sell or acquire, what are you giving up? And who knows what you're giving up? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so so how do you even get in a position to where you can be removed? Well, I am be real. I think I think a lot of the issue of this, if I'm being honest, I think this the temperature of this feels different if y'all didn't not only y'all did not y'all didn't give me my money and you kicking me out. <laughs> See if I had my and, money and, and that's other, and so, if so, I had my money None of this would be an issue. But so 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 but look <laughs> that's my so, point. so even look at this though. And I I mean I guess we could say this public knowledge like the suit was filed in February. Oh yeah, they've been in litigation. So that's my point that all of this, all of this is the community fighting rich nigga problems mm-hmm. for real. Because the point you just made, if all if I would have got if I would have got my money, would everybody be talking about Greenwood's not really a black bank? Would everybody well, be doing we've that been shit? That. We've been to it when a black bank. So What's, it's it's What's so the again, community being used for looking crazy for right now? But, so if he had his money, he probably wouldn't be wait, like, wait, wait, oh, I, and I lost my job at CFO. Now, now what you should have just been quiet or, 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 July or, or, would, or would he even be losing his job? You should have run the alarm early. Yeah, he still, you should think so? All that trying to fight solid, that's that's lawyer antics. You should have run the alarm on that shit. They ain't pay you your motherfucking money. You should have run the alarm on that. Because you've been operating business as normal. Since February, but that's what but, saying, but the thing bro. is, is that but even on the lawsuit, it's 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 both of their names on it, and only TK has been let go. You see what I'm saying? Both of their names is on the on the on as the plan. It's probably a shot of like, hey, y'all niggas uh suing me, like, like nigga, you, like your kid ain't finna come in cussing you out and stay in my house. Yeah, <laughs> like get the fuck out of yeah, here. Cause, I got cause that power the, over you. Because even in the lawsuit, a lot of the interactions, all of the. Both of their names on the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. TK is the one doing a lot of the uh, doing communication, the... so it's almost like get rid of this nigga. But let's be very cl- <laughs> let's be very clear <laughs> for, for everybody. Him. Let's be very clear yeah. for everybody that's being a voice and going at Paul Judge. Now, I'm not saying nothing's right, wrong, or whatever. 
But let's be very clear. Niggas been together before Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Niggas was in the Gucci suits with two chains and all that shit before Greenwood. Let's be clear. Niggas knew about the reputation before Greenwood. Let's be clear. And this is coming from somebody who's been a member there. I fuck with them. Let's be very clear that everybody who's trying to talk about Paul Judge and talk about what Greenwood is knew what time it was. And if everything would have been went smooth, the whole community wouldn't be in disarray. But now the community is also being pimped by multiple parties to fight rich nigga problems. And that's my issue that one, the responsibility of stepping in that gap as community leaders. You have to honor that by making sure the community comes out. Okay. And like I said, in all of this, no, if they never get their money, which they probably won't, because personally I don't, but tough numbers I try to estimate, I don't think Greenwood got the money because if you had the money, you would you you would just give them the money. So something's funny there. They probably don't have mm. the money to just give it to them outright. Yeah. Okay, without fucking up business. That's my guess. Now, none the boots. now mm-hmm. let's be very clear. Like I just said, in all of this, who loses? Even mean? even if they get their money back, the people, and t- the, even- the people lose. And and the issue, you know what? And what I want this to be a wake up call. Again, I keep saying this, and I'm gonna keep. Saying, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. The only reason I talk, the only reason I even made my post, and if you read my post, if you read my post for the people that that ain't um read it, and I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna it's gonna be my landing point because I'm almost done. Yeah, y'all know I got someone to go, but I already didn't tell. Yeah, called him. It's over, y'all. Although no, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, even, even before that, give them the alt, you know, picture, you know, since we, hey, the, the picture, I, the, the picture is credited to trash cause this nigga calling me all fucking day on Thursday. Tell him, get on this Talk. Shit. So I said, nigga, I'm about to go do a Will Smith. T- t- nah, I want to get, oh, you I want to get, took that picture Yeah, that night. I was, oh. when I was texting y'all niggas like, Hey, cause look, I was, I want to get L his credit. Cause I was on the phone talking to a lot of niggas, texting a lot of niggas saying, Hey bro, somebody in the community needs to start calling out this shit, bro. Like this, this, this can't be happening like this. And to L's credit, he, he went over there, <laughs> he got his picture and he got to thinking and you know, it really was going to be a joke. Shout, the, the shout, first yeah. shout out to Jewel too. Jewel is a leader who she commented on Eldridge's post yeah, and actually started. So people are starting to, speak up out outside of like the right and wrong stuff like like niggas need to start calling out shit before it's and stopping shit before um and then we can wrap up so let's talk says, a solution at the end and wrap when we wrap up what do we so, think should happen from here so it says it's all over although the doors of the gathering spot are still open in spirit in which it existed with though Although the doors of the gathering spot are still open, the spirit in which it existed will never be the same. Ryan and TK built something beautiful that almost everyone in Atlanta has experienced. Maybe you were a member, maybe you attended an event, etc. Somehow, some way, this space is special. You're right about that. Uh, like any space or atmosphere, the wrong energy can ruin it. It's no secret I was not a fan of Paul Judge. 
becoming a part of the gathering spot. His reputation preceded him, and I have yet to meet a founder who has worked with him uh, to come out better. Where we are today proves his reputation and rumors of his presence is true. For that reason is why I was always skeptical of Greenwood. The truth is that the entire play was completely deceptive because they took the very emotional time, the George Floyd era, for our people and leveraged our desire for more black unity as a way to take our money. Greenwood is not a black owned bank. Greenwood is a financial Trojan horse created by black leaders with influence and trust over our people. If you put your money in it, you are banking with coastal community bank, a white owned bank with very little to none black leadership. Those who own Greenwood are responsible for telling us the truth and explaining why they lied. And, oh, yeah, the camera on me. I'm trying to read this shit. I just feel like they put that shit on me. They put that shit wide. I'm going to come over here reading that. I'm being a bitch, man. Come on. That shit crazy. Take your spotlight. Keep going. Keep going. Those who own Greenwood are responsible for telling us the truth explaining why they lied. Unfortunately, Greenwood is owned by Paul Judge, Ryan Glover, and one of our talented and most popular leaders, Killer Mike, as well as one of our most historic icons, Andrew Young, and they both played a part in this betrayal. Now, Greenwood, which is really a front for a white institution, acquired a gathering spot, and they are now allegedly replacing the original black leadership with a white man. Disappointing, Disappointing is an understatement. This is a direct attack on black people, young black men, and the spirit of entrepreneurship. This last Fresh Prince pose a representation that is the time to move on and prepare for a new chapter. I want to give encouragement to Ryan and TK and thank them for what they have did for us. I'm sorry you're going through this, but just know you are the arc of the moral universe. But just know the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Hashtag TGS. Hashtag this ain't why we gather. Hashtag come all over to the Russell Center. (laughs) I just want to say this my cousin. I fuck with it, but and I fuck with Ryan and TK, bro. But I just want to reiterate my point. And that all y'all niggas out here going so hard are biased. I'm not biased. I'm just saying, Ryan and TK deserve their flowers, bro. But going back to the question, I'll leave it there. Again, like I said, I fuck with them, Benjamin, bro, all that good shit. But my my entire post was about Greenwood. And they are going through something. It's true. But again, if the if the gathering spot was acquired by Tech Square Labs, you wouldn't have got a post for me. It was acquired by Greenwood. Greenwood so. That's only that's my only gripe. My gripe my gripe so, is that as a people, we keep allowing people to who lack the competence, right, to come the in. knowledge, mm-hmm. and even the fucking work to come in and lead shit that there are real leaders that can do that. So boom, that's you on the top. That's your that's your gripe. That's on the my top. that's that's your any, only gripe. You any, don't give a fuck. That's your gripe here that we keep allowing that. Now, all I'm saying is that now, by this getting public, 
now the com- community is also we've made a fool of ourselves by getting okay i mean they have made a fool of us by coming in deception all that kind of stuff you were saying but on the bottom of that now we're uh, being made a fool of even more by everybody fighting and going to war on these rich nigga problems that's not about that's not I don't think a- so. everybody everybody fighting right now and talking all this shit is not about greenwood it's not about greenwood i get it but what I'm you saying, are about greenwood but, but what and I'm that saying deception is, I, what i'm saying is i don't think that's that's gonna happen but the point i'm trying to make you are saying that hey we letting the wrong people come up here i agree and the proof that they're the wrong people is by irresponsibly uh, handling the situation to letting the community get caught up in the fray. It shouldn't be a public thing where we're looking crazy in front of company. You're, it's like you're the first person at a black person at a tech job and you go in there smoking weed and pissing on the walls. Like you I mean, all represent us. I, I don't, I don't, you can't use us you, to what, fight this, that whole, this problem. That whole acting in front of company and shit. That's already preset biased belief that they already have. And that you can't tell me that if a motherfucker don't do business with you because of it, it's because you didn't want to do business. I'm not letting you off the hook. But like that's somebody completely different. So I don't I don't give a fuck about none of that. It ain't even just about white people and stuff. No, when you say company, you're talking about white people. Remember you said when you say company, you're talking about white people. Oh no, I do mean that. That I do mean that. But not only it's not just about that. Earlier you said um how when we were trying to do things, like we don't trust our people, we don't have any faith in our people. Now you have these leaders with all like I said, all the resources in the world, all the relationships in the world. If you see your parents fighting doing all this crazy stuff in front of you, and then your parents come in and say, and your parents start allowing you kids to come fight they shit. Mama said you need to give her her child support. Well, what you call it? You been having this? That's what's happening. So you who the parents like, and who the kids? The community are the kids. These people are the leaders and should be have the responsibility to and if ensure. And you're on the same page that I'm with, you would know that was an incompetent ass parent anyway. Yeah, but that, but I think I'm saying I we're think not in conflict. I think that's your issue right there. We're like, not in we, conflict. We don't have I'm, these leaders no more. Saying, and, that's, like, and that's the whole issue. Like everybody's positioning themselves to be leaders. That's my point. And it's the it's the community's if, fault if you for was, not calling it out when it first happened. Because shit. Because even even Elder said it himself. We knew some. I should have said. I said. I should have said it then. And and the only reason. I mean to be real. Only reason I didn't say it because Ryan, me and him talked about it. And then he said it was going to be a, a education thing. Like it, it was supposed to be something going on. So I was like, you know what? Because it, it, Cause it, even Ariel Leisure, cause even Ariel Leisure stopped saying it was a black owned bank. And they yeah. just stopped and saying the it's banking a solution. It's a fintech company and or all that. Neo bank. In my heart, I want this shit to work, but That's I right. know the shit only going to work with people that is here to work that shit. Mm-hmm. And we keep electing and allowing people to chef proclaim themselves as the answer when they don't even understand the question. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these niggas don't understand the question. And that's, again, if this was... We're saying the same thing. I'm just talking about the proof of what you're saying. I get it. But what I'm saying is, if this would... They would have been bought by, again, Tech Square Lab. You're saying... He's saying it wouldn't even get to this point. 
You speaking to the no, no. Though. I'm saying I w- I wouldn't have said nothing. I don't give a fuck if it would have got to that point. Again, I I agree. It's the fact that this is not business. This is community business. Right. You are a parent. Right. You are a representative. We're saying the same thing. And you shouldn't have been one. Exactly. And the proof is you got the kids in here fighting over but, child but support is, and everything not, else. I don't even think they're the real representatives, though. I think the issue yes, is kind of what they you are. Said. They're the ones in the door. So it's like, oh, well, they're going to get Nigga, nah, who is Green, the representative nah, but the nah, people nah, in nah, the Green, door at Green, Congress? Green, 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 no, no, that's what I'm saying. They, but they don't necessarily represent you. You can't say the Congressional Black Caucus represents your interests. Yes, they. I had this same exact they do? at MailChimp one day. No, no. Yes, they. On a, on a real level, do we agree? But no, they do represent us. How? You don't. Not, you don't they, think Ryan they, T.K. Paul Judge and everybody d- don't represent us? What I what I what I will say, and, yeah, and the same people that now, allow Paul Judge to continue to say, represent us so too. Here's here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Here's here's the thing. All this is why I say it's level of representation because it's represent being a representation is like being a leader. Mm-hmm. Being a leader is all about being influenced. Mm-hmm. So if I am trying to influence a population of people, I'm going to the representation. So. The they reason why the reason why Paul judged them what they did was genius. They captured two generations with two founders. They were very strategic. Okay, Ambassador Andrew Young is gonna get all the older people. That's a level of legitimacy to Black Wall Street and the Black history of what we're trying to do. That's the nostalgia feeling of Black unity. Killer Mike is the new modern activist that understands politics. He's a rapper that's not afraid to get up and talk that talk. Both of them together. And then Jesse, we just going to grab him because he's a light-skinned nigga with pretty eyes. And we put him in the mix, too. Pause. <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm, it is what it is. It is what it is. There was a woman that comment saying, damn, you mean I can't, you mean I got to hate Jesse fine ass? Yeah. So like, <laughs> she said it. She said it in the comments. <laughs> so, so. They, See, that's the kids. They picked some of the most influential leaders to make this play work. Mm-hmm. And then they and, if, and I promise you, if Ryan Glover and Paul Judge would have did this on their own, it would not have been hit the same. Would have never hit the same. For sure. You're right. You're right. So it was again, and if they would have been upfront about, hey, this is who Coastal is, it would not hit the same. All of it was deception. And my issue is it's people out here with real solutions. It's people out here really working. We only got to, we could take it from a black level. It's people like Dr. Hadia Green, who is creating real fucking solutions around cancer treatment and how to heal people with innovation laser technology. But she can't get the fucking money. She ain't got the voice. She ain't got the platform. But it's a motherfucker out there that's getting paid millions to sustain a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, we as a people have to stop allowing, like even with the black empowerment, this came out with, with, with Diddy and all that shit, the app that just came out. I know, uh, one, something ain't fishy because the sister who started it, why she no longer a part of the shit? We don't know. So the issue is, I do know, but the issue is, we allow these motherfuckers because they have the influence. And what we got to do as a people, one of the problems, because Dr. King has a book, Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos of Community. And we we got to ask ourselves that question, where do we go to from here? And we got to be real 
and started saying, look, we got to create buckets. I love you, Killer. I love you, Killer Mike, but you probably not. That's not for you. <laughs> this probably not, not, not be the thing. But there's somebody over here who don't got a blue check. They don't got a million fucking followers, but they dedicated their fucking life to this shit. And that's what Most I people mean. don't yeah. know who Reverend E. Love was. One of the, the E stands for everybody votes. One of the biggest advocates for voter registration in the game. Most people don't know the people's agenda. Most people don't know these organizations that are on the ground. Most people don't know who fucking Michael Langford and Lang, uh, Arthur Langford is. They ride on Langford Parkway, Highway 166 all the time. It's because, again, that's why we say when you are conscious, when they say, when I used to promote being a conscious consumer, being a conscious consumer is understanding that to, if I want to invest my money consciously in my people, what I'm looking for might not be on TV in a commercial, might not be on the first Google page search, might not have a hundred thousand followers. I have to consciously, consciously go search for that shit. Same things go for anything else. When it comes to leadership in our community, it might not be a motherfucker with a blue check right. and a million followers. It's somebody that have studied their life and do the work. And this is all they do. But we are so caught up on fucking money. Oh, you got the money? I believe you. We believe in motherfucking with money. Status. Shout out to goddamn Ty Lopez. Every y'all all all y'all niggas his sons. He the first nigga to start flashing cars and TVs and stuff on YouTube. Every YouTube. On, yeah. He was the first person to put a million dollars on YouTube. He was on every commercial, but he showed the blueprint. Act like you got money, and this generation will follow you. So what happens when you have leaders like Baba Akinyela? Ooh, well, this event I'm about to go to now. Ain't no, he ain't driving no Bentley. He ain't brought, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we're going to pass up that shit. We're going to miss that shit. So my gripe is to the community, we have to create better checks and balances. And when somebody is actually taking advantage, advantage of us, leveraging the heartstrings of black people for capitalistic purposes and only trying to come up on their own, we need to call that shit out. Yes. And shut that shit down. Yes. Period. Yeah. It, there's no, you can't show, show me the benefit of uh, put, putting your money in uh, Greenwood over Citizen Trust Bank. And not know, hey, we Podcast. just have to let it play out. People got to step up and say, this ain't right. People with voices. Right. Everybody. So that's the only reason I said something. And, you know, again, I fuck with Ryan. I fuck with TK, but it's, it's, it's the game. It's the game you play and, Preferably, everything work out in your favor. Yeah. But I'm calling out what I'm talking about is the shit that's holding me. Cause again, I, I eat and sleep this shit. Yeah. The only reason I'm in fucking media right now, the, 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 the only, only reason, reason why I'm in media, because when I was doing this same shit, Greenwood talking about <laughs> niggas only wanted to go to spend the fire is when somebody got killed. Yep. When a black person got shot, oh, let's shot, let's shot when black. When somebody got killed, or when y'all went on national call TV, it, look, look, look when somebody got meeting. killed, when somebody got killed, and media said it was okay to be mad mm -hmm. yeah. because there's a hundred killings every day mm -hmm. by police, but the media will pick that one story. It's okay for y'all to be mad, and then everybody get mad. And what people don't realize, propaganda got us here. Mm -hmm. That's how we got here. Propaganda is gonna get us out. It's the only reason why I'm in the media. So one that I would love to have Ooh. a voice. I would love to have a voice and I pray that if I ever do some shit that's fucked up 
and that's misleading. Call my ass out. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I pray to have a voice one day that I can say, yo, this is somebody we should fucking vote in office because I know this person has been doing the work. This person has been there. This is a business that we should invest in because I know what they're doing with their money already. That's the question you ask. Right. When somebody say they're doing something for the people, what are what you doing, doing already? Right. Not what you're about to do. You know what I'm saying? What Where's are you doing? What, what are you, you doing? doing right now? Well, like you said, Diddy got shop circulate. That's the new platform over there. Yeah, fuck Diddy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I and he has it. given us hits. I still uh, <laughs> Biggie. Uh, He's Sean uh Sean Combs. Deleon, Ciroc. There you go. Deleon do be here. And, and, and let, me t- let me tell you another problem. So I'm shopping let, me tell, let me tell you how I know. Hold on. And he's joining forces with Salesforce. You know, white companies. And, and look, let me, let me tell you how I know <laughs> they know what they're doing, how they try to tear down people, right? Or build up the leaders that they like. Now, it was a big-ass deal how incompetent Kanye was because he lost Adidas deal. Mm-hmm. Everybody talked about it. Yeah. See with Kyrie? God dang. Diddy lost the fucking liquor deal. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, you're right. He's hey, a, don't come to this black and, shit and, now. And, nobody, and look, ain't nobody said shit. Ain't nobody said shit. And it was a 50-50 deal. So have you lost your billionaire status yet? Well, you don't, you know, you don't lose that billionaire that? status. You, you Come on now. You already know. Yeah, you, uh, and you let. I'm not gonna say what race, what you, people. You know, they give you the billionaire status. They, they don't matter if you really got it. Or and not. you they let Michael take, Rubin take the white party from you. That shit crazy. Well, that's bro. why he couldn't afford it this year. Because like, if, if I'm gonna go to a gay party, I rather go to a gay white party <laughs> than a gay black party. What? Come on, come on, daddy. Come on, daddy. You don't want a party. You don't want a party. Look, but I'm, I'm about to get out of here, man. Any last words you want to give y'all, both of y'all? Man, I, I just, I just want us to get to a place to where don't, don't give up power for the dollar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would just say, hey, let's be unbiased. Let's be willing to call shit out, friend, foe, or whatever, and still be able to continue and move forward. But for the community's sake, can't be biased. Got to call shit out, keep each other accountable, and do what's best community first. Do what's best, not what's wrong. Not worry about what's wrong or right, but what's best. Um, Before I go, I just want to know, um, where's another good city for black people to move to? Because um, I'm disappointed in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Gathering spot. Cop City. I mean, like, what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, one, one more small point with that. It's like everybody canceling their memberships. Yeah. We got power. We're not dead. Yeah. We're not dead. We're just not moving as a unit as we can. Yeah, everybody you keeping your membership? He go, he go, he go, he go, he go, he ain't got to read, they got to the end of the month. He ain't got to read, wake up, wake up, wake up, it's the first of the month. Hey, if them niggas not, if them niggas don't come out in unity by the end, look, niggas start clapping down. That's it in our DNA, because I look down like, what the fuck? Hey, so you like TK, you got to the 31st. You got to the 31st. Hey, if them niggas, hey, 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 friends, family, investors, if them niggas don't come out in unity by the end of this month, it's over for TGS. Oh, I guess I got some niggas shit for you. Uh, See, that's why I ain't never paid for no membership. <laughs> I, already knew. I already knew how these niggas was going to go. I, I knew, knew once they changed the dress code. I knew it six years I, ago. Once they changed the dress code. Like, they stopped the like breakfast and the dress code. I, Eldridge, would like to denounce <laughs> my, 
my Atlanta membership. <laughs> my, but you still, you still good with DC? You still good with DC in LA? You still good with DC? I will never <laughs> step foot in Atlanta. That white niggas don't take shit serious. Yeah, right, right. We had a long, podcast. I got to get my free breakfast work. Look, I ain't going to lie. Y'all should go to my page and look at the comment. The funniest comment on there. I'm sitting in gathering spot right now. I'm so disappointed. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Greenwood by the gathering spot gonna be what it's gonna be. But like to Troy's point, and and not, and not just gathering spot. All of this shit that's going on, like at some point in time, black people, we got to either come together, move as a unit, or find your unit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all move. You know, because yep. it wasn't everybody down with MLK when yep. he was marching. Run them yeah. niggas off the block, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I my last words. My to name's the, on that wall. My last words <laughs> to the people, man. I, I just want I just want everybody to be encouraged and don't give up yeah. on the purpose. Right. In the spirit in which you thought you were investing in. Don't give yeah. up on that. Amen. Even if this is not the route, even if this is not the movement, even this is not the the influence or the leaders to lead us to that place, we still got to get there. So there's going to be someone in your community that's going to present an idea that is for us. We got to be willing to buy in still. Yeah. So we can't give up on us in the in, in process of bailing on a, a, uh, a group of people or bailing on a concept that wasn't transparent. So we can't give up on us. That's my encouragement to the people. Keep fighting, keep loving, and keep being black, man. So we love y'all. We need y'all, but most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Eldridge Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. City with T.I. Outcast and Uwe. Everybody know why that Atlanta is just a coochie. Everybody know why the scammers by the trap is on what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hear perspective. We want to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, oh, It's just Eldridge. It's just Eldridge. Tune in on the podcast. Tune in on the podcast. Yeah. Real things, you know, we gon' last. Yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.